Elliot Goldstein is hosting a radio and podcast show out of New Mexico called NMDJ Presents Fly on the Wall. We are building a fresh, fabulous podcast library of musicians, writers, artists, and all good people of note, with many new and exciting guests to come. We are listener-funded. If you would like to assist our Venmo info is New Mexico DJ service. The PayPal info is New Mexico DJ service at gmail.com. We appreciate your help. We would like to thank Alan Gower for the intro music. Enjoyed the show. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Fly on the Wall podcast. I'd like to tell you how I got started. Um, I really had no idea on um, the beginnings of what had even where to start. And I stumbled upon Anchor by Spotify. And it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And I'll explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And um, when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast automatically on listening platforms. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on other uh, platforms. And it, Anchor made it so simple. And um, it's all in one place. Everything you need to make a podcast, you can find in one place. And um, the amazing part is it's all free. So um, there is no uh, downside to any of this. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. And again, it's the Anchor app or go anchor.fm. And it's real easy to get started. And um, thank you for listening to Fly on the Wall and uh, back to the show. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Ray White is an American soul vocalist and rock and blues guitarist, best known as a member of Frank Zappa's touring ensembles. He was drafted into Zappa's band in 1976, being featured on rhythm guitar and vocals, forming a vocal harmony partnership with Ike Willis on later tours in 1980 and 1984. White's vocals can be heard on Zappa in New York, You Are What You Is as well as others. White can also be found on A The Torch and Ever Stops and Does Humor Belong in Music. 
In 2007 Ray White joined Weasel Zappa as a special guest for the Zappa Plays Zappa Tour. White is also a member of the group Band from Utopia, formed by former members of different formations of Frank Zappa's band who wanted to pay tribute to his work. Don't forget to check out Ray's newest release, A Wrinkle in the Plan. Well my friends, here's Elliot. Good evening everybody, and it's Sunday, and um, you know what that means? It means tomorrow's Monday. But no, actually what it means is we have another great guest tonight, and tonight's guest is Ray White. Ray was um, a very important um, uh, member of Frank Zappa's touring band, as well as recording. Um, some of the albums that Ray um, uh, contributed to is Zapper in New York, Tinseltown Rebellion, Shut Up and Play Your Guitar, all those sets, um, You Are What You Is, Ship Arriving Too Late to Save a Drowning Witch, The Man from Utopia, Them or Us, Thingfish, um, The Mothers of Prevention, and um, Jazz from Hell. And plus all of the other the live things, um, uh, you can't do that on stage, a lot of those volumes, as well as a, a leather, transfusion, buffalo, it, the list goes on and on and on. Ray's a great guy, he has a great album out now too, we're going to be talking about that as well. And um, I'd like to um, add him to the legacy that we're putting together here for um, Frank Zapper and the Frank Zapper um, bands, including the Mothers of Invention. You know, we've had Bunk on, Bunk Gardner. Uh, Don Preston, uh, we've had Ed Mann on, and um, Scott Tunis will be on tomorrow night, Ray White tonight, Arthur Barrow was on Friday night, the list goes on and on and on, we have tons and tons more of um, Frank's people coming on board, uh, Bobby Martin will be here, Tom Fowler, and um, actually um, uh, left messages for the one and only Ian Underwood today. So um, we're getting closer and closer to getting this um, Zappa Legacy thing put together. And I hope you've been enjoying them. These guys are great uh, musicians. They're great guys. They're, they're incredible. So what I'd like to do is um, I'm going to be getting um, Ray on the phone in just a second or two. So it, um, while I'm doing that, I'm going to put on Chunga's Revenge from the Transfusion album. Pretty, pretty cool um, version of the song. I hope you enjoy it. And I'll be back in just a bit. Here we go.
Okay, my friends, I had a look, but I found him. The one and only Mr. Ray White. Mr. White, good evening. Yes. Hi, good evening. Um, so, welcome to the show. You've, um, you're joining a long list of, um, you're actually probably in the middle of it. I, I, I've been getting um, uh, the Zapper guys in one at a time. Um, I told you earlier, Scott, uh, Scott Tunis will be here tomorrow. Bobby Martin's coming on. Um, I, I, I left a message for Ian Underwood today. Can you believe that? I love Ian. Ian's oh, great, isn't he? Oh, what a great man. I yeah. mean, you know, play, but the personality, the, the, the character, the spirit is just wonderful, man. Yeah. And what, what a cool man. What a talent. Um, mm-hmm. Bunk, yeah. yeah, Bunk is coming back. Bunk Garner is going to do another set with me. And, um, oh, that's cool. Ed Mann is doing another set. And um, Do you know Andre? You know Andre from Project Object? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. good. Yeah. Another good guy, you know, yeah, Andre, Rutger, a Rutgers guy. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Andre's coming on with um, Ed next week, and what I like cool. to do after that is get everybody on, like you, Ed, Andre, uh, uh, Scott, whoever wants to join, jump on on a Zoom call with us, and we'll just That'd you know cool. we'll just have like a party one night, just go crazy, okay? That would be absolutely cool. Okay, well I'm, I'm working on that, and uh, Bunk is going to do it, and Don Preston I spoke to. Don's in on it, and um, uh, Sal's on it, too. Sal Mar- Marquez? Yeah. Sal's mm-hmm. going to do it, so um, we have, like, a huge, we'll have a huge, huge turnout, and um, be like a block party, you know? And uh, That's the bomb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with social distancing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with social distancing, that's what we're going to do. So, um, how you doing? How you doing with the social distancing? Uh, I'm, I'm doing fine, man. This is... I was talking to my friend Greg Bendian today, the drummer, uh-huh. and we were just we were just saying how this is what musicians musicians do. Yeah. <laughs> we're at home woodshedding, you know, I know, practicing, writing, you know. So it's nothing new for us. You I know? know, I know. I feel a little guilty because I don't miss anybody. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know uh, seriously, I don't really get out much during, when there's not a pandemic. So you know. Yeah, I don't yeah. miss much, you know. I'm, I'm, um, yeah, that's exactly how I feel about it. I know, know, I know. I mean, I feel bad that people are getting sick, but um, it hasn't really affected my social life much, which is... You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> has to learn to be a monk at one point in their life. I, I hear Either you. You, you're living on a cliff, and uh-huh. there's a rope and a basket and a donkey at the other end. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, and, and the funny part is, um, you know, with this uh, pandemic thing... Um, I'm actually talking to more people than I did because what happened was, um, you know, three, four months ago, um, I said to myself, self, what are we going to do? And I said, well, let's do a radio show. And I was able to reach out to some old buddies. Uh, you know, I got, you know, uh, new friends, old friends. I got, the, you know, uh, the Zappa legacy guys, uh, everybody. Yeah. And I actually, I'm actually dealing with more people than I did prior to the pandemic. So I kind of yeah. feel a little guilty about this, but um, no, it's a good thing. It's a real good thing. Yeah. Maybe it'll come back talking to people. Yeah. You know, I know, I know, I know. I, I think you're right. I think something's going to something good has to come from all this uh, nonsense. You know, exactly. Uh, yeah, can't exactly. Be. Anyway, um, we're going to get into your new album a little later, but I just want to let you know okay. something. No um, I've been listening to it for the last three days, mm-hmm. and it's like a great makeout album. I, 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 <laughs> I was I was going for barely white, not barely, barely. Uh, yeah, barely white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or ain't ain't hardly white. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But is that what you're going for? Is that what you're going for? No, it was actually just just uh, uh, for to say things in a 
in a sort of a mellow, uh-huh. not too aggressive way. Yeah. You know, because on stage a lot, I go to those places with really hard gospel points of view, way up there, you know, in the clouds, right. and yeah, yeah. and it's like I, I didn't want to be the, the the screaming guy anymore. So, not that didn't want to be, but it was like it's time to state what I really. What I like to do, yeah. Well, you know, the, you know I, I mean, not the funny thing about it, but um, you know, the, the thing about it was, um, um, it, it has no, no. Um, it's like a slow jam album. It's it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it's 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 what I intended. You yeah. Know? Well, well, you hit your mark. Um, you know, I've had it for a while, and I and I gave it a couple of quick listens to, but you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, when I got it and every, and everything else, and. Um, you know, I knew I was going to be talking to you today, and I figured I better know this man's stuff because, um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I hate looking stupid, you know. Uh, and, well, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I appreciate yeah, it. But, but, you know, the whole thing is, and I, and I sat down, I listened to it, and I said, whoa. And then, um, it's funny, my wife came in, and um, she said, wow, who is that? And I said, well, it's Ray White, and this is the gentleman I'm talking to tonight. And she was, like, impressed. Whoever walked by said, whoa, that's a great, great, great album, and... Um, well, it's, that is a big plus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what, though? You know, my wife walked in and she heard it. Now I'm going to have to do my homework tonight, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was recuperating when you called the first time. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. I'm glad to hear. So, you know what? Why don't we throw something on from that and we'll work, you know, we'll do it every day. Sure. Yeah. So, let talk, let's sure. talk about it. Let's put on yeah. a, a wrinkle in the plan and tell us yeah. about that. It, the album is. Um, the, this is the, the uh, title of the album, Wrinkle in the Plan, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's Ray White, but you'll find it under Ray Shirley White Sr. when you look for it. It's on all of the um, down. It's all all of the um, uh, um, you know Spotify, uh, all of those services has the album, so there's no excuse not to listen to it. And there's even less of an excuse to pull out that wallet and get a copy of it because it's an incredible album. I think everybody should have it in their collection and Ray will tell us how to get it later. But tell us about this. Tell us who's on it and all that fun stuff. Well, who's on it is me and then there's me <laughs> and then there's me. Okay. <laughs> I, I did all the instruments and did all the vocals. Right. Okay. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it was like my personal isolation you know yeah 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 well that's what i'm trying to get out there i mean you 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 put this thing together and um it's incredible and um um, you'll tell us about you know what you used to do it with later but guys this is is a wrinkle in the plan and it's ray white and um i hope you guys enjoy it as much as i did here we go serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. 
Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours.
Okay, when you're looking for this one, it's under Ray Shirley White Sr., and you could find it on Spotify. It's on um, um, all of the um, uh, streaming services. And A Wrinkle in the Plan, and that's the name of the album as well. And Ray's here with us. And um, Ray, I'm getting some great feedback. People are loving this. And um, Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm really... Cool. We were doing some talking behind the scenes, and, and sometimes I wish that um, I could broadcast what we're talking about back there. But... Um, we were just talking about how you know Ray's voice kind of uh, sounds great in this stuff, and um, he was telling me that um, he's, his voice is getting stronger and stronger again because he's taking care of it, and you know he, he's, he's nurturing it, whatever. And um, uh, we were talking about Bob Dylan, how if Dylan had was um, Dylan would never have made it on American Idol, right, Ray? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they would have. They would. They. It, because they're, they're going for the ear. Yeah. They're not going for the story. They're not going for the story and the telling of the story. Right. And like you said, Bob Dylan, Tom Waits. Yep. You know, absolute masters at storytelling. Yeah, Frank. You know? Frank Zappa. Yeah. Uh-huh. Stories are, you know, and you've got to be able to, when, when Frank gave me a lyric, I could see the story. Right. You know, and then you just take it and he gives it to you and you take it to that place. You don't just drop it off, you know, it's like yeah. mail it in, you know. So uh-huh. I told a kid one day, he was like, he wanted to sing Pink Floyd. And I was giving him a vocal lesson, and he wanted to sing Pink Floyd. Okay, here's his take. All right, we don't need no everything. I was, I was like, and so I, I, I'm not going to say the curse word I said. I said, dude. <laughs> the, and I used the female dog, you know, the B word. Yeah, I yeah. Said, the, she just pissed you off. Yeah, you know, tell her. Yeah. He jumped up and he went. He felt what I was saying and went right into it with this raunchy, cool voice. And I was amazed. And his yeah. dad comes in and goes, "Oh, when's the next lesson?" And I went, "There are none." Oh yeah. He knows how to access that point now. Go to the place and they'll go with you. Don't well, sit there and you know, yeah, yeah. stay flat and you know. So I'm hoping everybody just tell the story, tell your story, whatever it is. Say it like you. Let I me mean, say it. Because you do mean it, but mean it when you say it, right, you know? Right, 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 right. Well, um, I, I, I'm a little upset. You guys are going to go out on the road this year with King Crimson. Oh, that was going to be a dream. Yeah, I love, love Robert Fripp. Yeah, I love Fripp. I love Crimson. Um, his new band, what does he have, three drummers now? Um, oh, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, he has three, <laughs> he, he has three drummers. And... Um, you know, I I've saw I've seen King Crimson a number of times. He used to um, when, when Adrian. Did you work with Adrian? I never worked with Adrian. Okay. I saw them in San Francisco. Yeah. You know, well, ten fifteen years ago. Okay. Yeah. And, well, uh, when Adrian was, was in the band, they had an electric side, and like, um, well, they were both electric sides, but it was like a, a set up like a triangle, and there was mm-hmm. uh, two drummers, and um, Adrian was like a pinnacle. And Robert took care of like the synthesizer side of the band, like all the you know, mm-hmm. like, like the synth side. And Adrian yeah. had the you know the electric bass and him, and, and you know the acoustic drummer and all that stuff. And they they were always incredible. But now they have three drummers who actually start the show. Oh, incredible, incredible, incredible. And you guys would have, uh, it would have been a perfect, perfect match because yeah, you know, Crim- yeah. Crimson yeah. took a lot from Frank, you know. Um, yeah, they're they're magnificent musicians. Yes, but their personalities on stage, it brings the show to life. Yeah, you know when you got the when you got the material under your under under your hands, you know yep, you got yep. it in your you got it, 
man, it's like I watched them the other day. I was watching some old videos, videos of them, uh-huh. and it was just magical. Yeah, you know. Yep, yep. And when I saw them at the film where I was trying to find Robert Tripp and I couldn't find him, uh-huh. I didn't know he was standing on the side. And I'm seeing Adrian standing there, and he wasn't playing. And I'm hearing this killer, beautiful, ethereal guitar. Yeah. And I, I, that's when I fell in love with those guys. It was like, yeah, oh, what a cool yeah. person. What a cool thing to do. Yeah, I've been to Fripp um, for, for a long, long time now. You know, the Frippatronics with the Echo, yeah. with the echo uh, you know, with just the tape loops and everything. I was a, yeah. big, I was a yeah. big Brian Eno fan. And, you know, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it kind of one led into the other and uh, they, they kind of uh, melded together. But um, I, I'm, I'm friendly with Michael Shreve. I don't know if you know Michael from Santana. No, I don't. He was he was the kid at at Woodstock, the young guy at the who did the uh, drum drum uh, solo in, in Woodstock for Santana. Okay, Shreve. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good Jesus. friend of mine. I used to work with him. I worked with a band that he had years ago, and we talk often. You know, you know, not not talk, but you know, we write to each other a lot and whatever. But um, he um, he got into this whole electronic trip too. And whoever went into that trip, you know, borrowed from Fripp. You know, it's all related. Yeah, goes back yeah. to Fripp. But um, let's yeah, Rundgren, Rundgren, and all those guys. I, I love this stuff too because when he got into that, yeah. he and Frank were like, like the precursors to, to that stuff, and it was like a magical place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I used to work with Flo and Eddie. Everybody laughs. That was so cool. Yeah. Well, what happened was um, when um, they left Frank's band. Um, they put their own band together with Ainsley. You know, remember Ainsley and, uh-huh. and Don Ainsley Preston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, they took you know part of Frank's band when Frank was hurt. And um, mm-hmm. when that band broke up, um, we were helping them put together another little band. And the company I was working for, um, I was working in a club called My Father's Place in New York, in Roslyn, New York. And yeah. uh, uh, we sent them to Jamaica. They did a reggae album for us. I don't know if you ever heard of that album. Um, no, I haven't. Yeah, Rock Steady with Flo and Eddie. <laughs> and they had you know, they had the whalers backing them and augustus pablo it was the real deal and um, oh, man it can't get more real than that Come no on. no 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 and um you know the happy together was on the album they did a reggae version of happy together and the rest was all old scott uh, not scott but like you know old um you know old reggae tunes uh, from the first wave of reggae and it's a great album. I'll, I'll I'll send you a copy. I think I'm. Have, oh, do man, that yeah. would be fantastic. Yeah, I'll get you. Get, I'll get you a copy of that. And um, everything new is old again. Yeah, tell old. me about it. When it. you know. And it's funny because you know I spent some time with these guys, and they're the only guys I haven't approached yet to do the show with me. For some reason, I haven't gotten to them yet. I think it's kind of like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm afraid to, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. So yeah. um. Yeah, but I'm, but but, but the, the the thing is, they're probably waiting for you to call them. I know, you know? I know, I know. I've been thinking about you, dude. Thanks. I know, oh, I know. If, yeah, um, yeah, somebody gave me, um, um, you know, I I I was dealing with Howard a lot online. Uh, Mark, I haven't spoken to in a long time. I haven't seen them in years. I, I think the last time I saw them was at BB uh, Kings in New York. You know, they did a show there. But, yeah, I um, love that place. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway. Let's get back to you. You walked into Frank Zappa's uh, studio not knowing who Frank was. No, I didn't. Uh, actually, a week before um, the audition, I was in San Francisco, and a friend of mine, uh, I met him through my wife, and he said, man, you got to hear this album. And so he, his father was wealthy. He's a black kid. Uh-huh. But he, mo- he moved into the projects to get the experience. 
Now, that's always been a question for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was like reverse engineering him. But yeah. anyway, so he puts on moving to Montana. Uh-huh. My comment was, this is the craziest white man in the world. <laughs> I, told, I told Frank this, and he started to laugh, you know. But they, um, I, had, I was working in a band, and I found out that, that one of the guys that was back in the band was, uh, uh, let's say, oh, yeah, okay, a pimp. And uh-huh. So okay. that, okay, here's the background. Dad's a bishop. Brothers are ministers. <laughs> this doesn't feel good. Well, it wasn't just that my dad was what he was, but it uh-huh. was that it felt uncomfortable for me. Yeah, yeah. And as I'm sitting there getting ready to leave this band, I got a call from a Bianca, Lady Bianca. Uh-huh. Yeah, and she I was doing a song. Yeah, Lady Bianca. Yeah. If you guys don't know, Lady Bianca was in Frank's band for a, a spell. Yeah, she was, oh, what a big voice. And yep. Play yep. that piano, man. Yep. She, so she asked me a question. I, I was doing a song called Survival by the OJs, and one of the lines of the song was, my little girl needs a new pair of shoes. Uh-huh. She says, can you, can you talk? I went, no. I was in a room full of cats. I said, nope. So it was a one-way conversation. She yeah. said, got your guitar? Yep. Can you be at the airport this time? Yep. Wow. I was gone. Cool. And it was um, wow. it was magical. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's funny, you didn't know who Frank was. Um, you know who the Doors were, right? Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, man, uh, Robbie Krieger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Robbie just put out an album with um, Art Barrow. I I did a vocal on one of his albums uh-huh. years ago. Right, right, right. He did. He, yeah, it was totally cool. Yeah, what he, a good he, man. He had an album uh, came out yesterday or Friday. Uh, Art's oh, cool. on it. I think Chad Wackerman is on it. Uh, Sal's on it. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. He does Chunga's Revenge on it. Ah. That's man, I love that man. Yeah, yeah. He so, was so sweet. He was so sweet. Yeah. Anyway, let me let me backtrack. So, um, um, I don't know if you know Mark Benno. Mark used to work with Leon Russell. Uh, no, I don't. They had a band called the Asylum Choir way back when with Rita Coolidge. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Mark's a great Texas guitar player, and um, he was telling me, uh, you know, L.A. Woman, the album L.A. Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he did the guitar on that. He did the guitar parts on L.A. Woman. Um, so anyway, he tells me he gets a call from Bruce Botnick, who is a famous, you know, the famous producer. For, he was an Electra Records uh, staff producer. And, um, and he says to Mark, uh, the Doors want you to come to New York and, and do an album. And he says to them, who the hell's the Doors? And, uh, and, 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 and Botnick's, Botnick, Botnick says to him, you know the Doors, you know that song, um, 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 uh, um, Light My Fire? And uh, uh, Mark Benno says to him, oh, oh, Jose Feliciano's in that band? (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. 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 So, uh, he had no idea. Yeah, so he had no idea who the doors were. But, um, yeah, that's like you. That's like you not knowing who Frank was. Um, No, I I didn't. But I, I tell you what, I'm glad that I found out. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, and you know what? You know what I liked about Frank too. He wasn't afraid to have um, interracial bands. Yeah, you um, know, that's the funniest thing because yeah. the bands I, w- I was in in San Francisco were all mixed bands. Right, Chinese, Chinese, yep. black, yep. Um, um, Jewish, uh-huh. Mormon at yeah. the same time in one band. It was just guys having you know having fun. Musicians, and I yeah. I never thought about. I never thought that there was a. A divide. I really didn't. I didn't know. Do you remember? I come from a very protected place, you know. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you remember uh, Automatic Man, a band called? Yeah. Automatic? Okay. 
Well, that was Michael Shreve from Santana was in that band. That was his band after mm-hmm. he left Carlos. But Todd Cochran, the keyboard player, used to go under the name Bayede. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's on, he, yeah, he's been on the show a lot too. Um, and they were uh, uh, San Francisco's noted for the for that whole thing. For that whole is Michael from San Francisco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Drummer? Yeah. I, I man, this is the mind of a. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not going to tell you how the age, but 57, and I'm dyslexic. Okay, uh-huh. but anyway, yeah. anyway, I went to his house one time. I think that he had me had me uh, had some lyrics. And most of this stuff, in the period of my life, I was writing about, you know, the devil and yeah, this yeah. and this and all those ways. He went, yeah. this is some dark stuff. <laughs> so <whenever laughs> up, yeah. In my beginning stages of writing, I was getting really gothic. And uh-huh, stuff, uh-huh. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think he lived in a Mill, Mill Valley for a while, but he's from San well, Francisco. Well, first, yeah, I think he lived up on, uh, not Twin Peaks, uh, oh... Bernal Heights up in there somewhere at maybe, first maybe. when I met him. Yeah, well, he was, early yeah, 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 he was, um, you know, he worked with, he did the first, uh, well, he did, he, I think he went up to Caravan Vanserai, you know, with Carlos, you know, he did a lot of albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah he, he was an automatic man with um, 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 Donnie Harvey, the bass player. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, Donnie and Pat Thrall, the guitarist, uh, Pat, who worked. Who went on to work with the Pat Travers, amongst others? But uh, yeah, but San Francisco. I'm doing a lot of um, uh, interviews with um, these cats from San Francisco. A lot of these uh, uh, Latin guys who um, yeah, their bands are all, were always always uh, mixed. Um, in fact, Steve yeah. Berlin, Steve Berlin was on a couple of weeks ago from Los Lobos. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's with I his, love that band too. Yeah, he's a, he he he's he's they're all Chicano, and he's a Jewish kid from uh, you know. Yep. And yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, I say I, I say kid. You know, if you're under if you're under ninety, you're a kid to me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah, but um, but Frank too started out with George Duke. I think George was the first um, African American. Yeah. Chester. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then Chester, and Ike. Um, Napoleon. Yeah, Napoleon. Napoleon Ike. You know, yeah, Sal. Yeah. Uh, you know, was Latin. You know, is Latin, but uh, yeah, yeah, and um, there was never a problem with that. So you know. Uh, you, you know, uh, that's why I don't understand why people are so crazy these days. That that, that this life, yeah, man. Absolutely right. You, you know, I don't get it. You know, if you, you I grew up, the high school I went to, yeah. there were five blacks in the high school. Uh-huh. Uh And my sister was one of them. Uh-huh. And it's in, in Illinois, Aurora, Illinois. And uh, I never knew about all this craziness. I yeah. didn't know about it. I was I was white. Yeah. On the football team, yeah. that was Groninger, that was Toysher, that was Oshenschläger. Those, yeah. those yeah. are the guys I knew, yeah. and so that that world never touched me. Uh-huh. And then I come to find out this stuff is going on. I'm like, what? I know. <laughs> you, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It just shows if you if you're raised like a, a, a human being, yeah, and an American, you 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 cease to see this crap, you know, because it's like comes from a very dark place. Yeah, well, it is. You know, I lived in Illinois too for a short time. I lived in Lombard. Oh, Lombard, okay. Yeah, and I remember when I got there, I got there in 76. I was going to college, and um, the Nazi party... Is, was, is that southern Illinois? Is that southern? Um, it's like 15 miles out of uh, Chicago. So, yeah, it, it was right out of Chicago. Oh, so, but, no, you're, you're up there. Where, yeah, you're up there by Aurora then. Cause yeah, Aurora's yeah, yeah. like 45 miles west, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, um, uh, Skokie. Remember Skokie? The Nazi party? Yeah. Country through Skokie? Oh yeah, yeah. That's when I oh, got there. I said, "Damn!" God. I said, "Damn!" What I walk? You, you think Frank was a crazy? <laughs> you think Frank was a crazy white boy? <laughs> no, 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 no. Frank was not cra- crazy. Good crazy. I know, talking, I know, I know, I know. We're talking here. 
but that is like dark crazy yeah like, yeah you know, i'm just saying let's, mar- I, let's march through the 40s yeah and, and it was funny because um, i had just gotten married and um i was young i was like 1920 i was about 20 years old and i just we i just got married and um my wife got a job working in um in a car dealership and they would they said to her oh you're jewish huh and she said yeah and i came to pick her up one day at work and they said to me can we see your tail <laughs> you, you know what? That is so funny. You said that when I was in the Air Force, uh-huh. I was in Italy. Yeah. And one kid, one kid, uh, we didn't know. This kid was in a bar one night. And I was in Aviano, Italy. Uh-huh. So they called. They said some guys turned the bar up. Now, I'm on law enforcement this one night. And I went in, and I'm like 5'9", 185, but I was solid. Uh-huh. And here's this six foot five John Wayne looking cat. He sees me coming in the door. Um, can I use the N-word here? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he breaks the bottle and goes, come on, nigger. Now, I said to him, okay, I'm supposed to subdue you with this club, but you're 6'5", I'm 5'9". So I'll take out this, and I went click, and the holster opens. I take the 38 Combat Masterpiece out, uh-huh. and I say, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to shoot you in your knees. You'll never walk again. <laughs> or, or we can have a drink. Yeah. I'm not supposed to drink on duty. He stops and looks at me and goes, you're a different kind of nigger. Yeah, well, his hey. father had told him, his father had told him black people grew tails after yeah. midnight. Yeah, yeah, well, don't you? But what, you know, <laughs> what was it? What was it? Hanukkah? Hanukkah? Was yeah. it, was, it was about Jews coming to your windows and stealing your babies? Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. That's what we do. That's what we do in Hanukkah. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. That's how I got my kids. That's how I got my two kids. And then you know what we do? Yeah. We, we, cut, we, we cut their ears off so you can't recognize them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who got the, the beer? I got the beer. Yeah. So I said to the guy who asked me to see my tail, I said to him, I'm not going to show you my tail, but I'll show you my swamp steak. My swamp steak. Ours are reverse. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Um, that sounds like a Frank line right there. Yeah, yeah. And that was like in the late, you know, that was in the mid seventies. It wasn't like it was in the eighteen hundreds, you know. And, um, and to me, it's like things. Wow, how can things get worse? Yeah. It's like music. Music soothes the savage beast. Yeah. Actually, it actually does. I've, I was at a place in Arizona, I think it was. Uh-huh. We were on tour with Frank. And a friend of mine called me and goes, Ray, getting kind of rainy? I said, yeah. He says, it wasn't raining. He meant you want to get out. Uh-huh. Went to this big, giant ranch. There were all these hundreds of motorcycles. Yeah. All Hell's Angels guys. <laughs> I walk in and this guy walks up and goes, who's the little nigger? Yeah. And the guy goes, it's very quiet. He goes, gosh. And it was like, the room melted. Yeah. And I was like, there's no really reason for that. Yeah, yeah. Other than just something you've been taught, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Or actually mistaught. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, um, my, my, my family um, was very, very liberal, uh, super, super liberal. And um, my, my grandparents came from um, Russia. And so, yeah. you know, they went through the whole persecution thing. So when they came to New York, um, they were so thankful for not being persecuted as much, as much, you know. That, as uh, much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that but, something that degrees make you happy? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. That um, you know, we we were kind of taught that you have to, um, you know, from from the time we were, you know, infants, you know, that, that I remember, everybody has to be treated equally. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, yeah. and um, um, if 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 you know, uh, 
if you can help somebody, help them. It doesn't matter who, what, how. Just keep, you know, do whatever you can to make, you know, to make the world peaceful and, and, and happy. And Your um, blessings are found in blessing others. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it was it pretty much was doing to others. Yeah. And um, that's why I, I don't get what's going on now. When the hell did all this happen? Well, everybody is forgotten. It, was that old, I'm, I may paraphrase it a bit here. Uh-huh. Maybe all. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, he who forgets the past is doomed to repeat it. Yeah, yeah. And I was telling a friend of mine, I said, do you remember the ovens? Yeah. Auschwitz. Yeah. You remember these places? It started with like with crystal knock. Yep. Well, actually, they burnt the burn stuff. What's it, what's it called? The, uh, oh, the place where the Congress used to meet. The, the something stuff. What is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah uh, well, they burned it down yeah, and yep, blamed, yep, yep. you know, and uh-huh. it wasn't anarchists. They were hinting it was the Jews. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they started. I said, don't you remember how it started? With that gradual graduation into, yeah. it's their fault, it's them, it's they, them. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. other. And then, um, it's, it's and then you you trying cut, to start again. Yeah, and then you you um you transfer them from being people to being a disease or or, or to something else. Yeah, you know, like like you have to demonize somebody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Chinese, no. it's the Chinese virus. It's you know, it's this, it's that, it's that. You know, and, yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A gradual, uh, gradual enslavement. Well, I don't think it's going to happen again. I think we're too smart now. I know, but um, oh, much too smart. Yeah, but uh, I pray. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's just, I remember when I was a kid, um, it, it was, you know, you remember the movie Blazing Saddles? Of course. Okay. <laughs> they could never make that movie again. That movie could never be made today. <laughs> that movie was, I took my daughter, uh-huh. she was like five, to see that movie? Yeah. She laughed till she cried. Yeah. And when I, when I realized that Richard Pryor had had a part in that, yeah. I could see the humor come out. I, it was like, to me, it was amazingly funny. All my friends loved it, and we didn't look at each other as black or white. Right. It was. I told. I teach my. I taught my kids. It's character. The yeah. character of a person. And you Not know the what? Color of the skin. If if I, if I went to. It's funny because um, I went to see that movie with one of my best friends at the time, who happened to be an African American gay guy. Mm-hmm. And we sat in that movie howling. It was crazy. It was great. But if they would do that movie now, they would have to cut out so much of it that it would be like a ten-minute movie. Yeah, yeah. And and, and yeah. that's and you know Frank never would have stood up for that. We needed somebody like Frank now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's everything. Yeah, it, that's it, everything he fought for. I've got I, I, okay. My music is called geopolitical science fiction, geopoly sci-fi. Uh-huh. Now the the political side of what I've been writing, there's a song called Donnie Runs a Muck. There are these songs yeah. that call it, because remember in the 70s when you had bands like The Who yeah. and everybody had a political point of view? Right. The, uh, the world point, a world point of view? Yeah. Uh, maybe it's because we were all on the beach taking acid. I don't know. But it all, everybody was searching for something beyond yeah. where they were at and looking at what they were in and saying, no, that's foul. Now no one speaks it. They all talk about shaking your booty and there's nothing keeping the conscious. The, the consciousness of the com- of the country, right. stable. You know, you hear now, music, now, you go. Hmm, who is think this, about this? Who was who was a sexier singer than Sly Stone? Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Who who yeah. who 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 put the funk out more than Sly? Uh, Weird Al did a pretty good job. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, Sly <laughs> know, Sly went out there. Everyday people stand. 
Um, you know, yeah, you yeah. Know, don't call me yeah. the N-word, Whitey. You know, yeah, but, plastic, but, plastic Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, um, man, you could you could do funk, you could do anything without talking about somebody's butt. You know, yeah, and, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Oh, the name I was trying to think of earlier was the Reichstag. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Reichstag. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. We have to get out of this mess, and I, th- you know, I guess we will. I guess the pendulum is going to bring us out. Yeah, but um, we have to get it moving. We got to get this thing going. Um, yeah. Well, well, you just gave me the impetus for the next album. Yeah. Good. <laughs> you know, I've got, I've got. I, I didn't put that music out first because I, I thought it was a little too you know, heavy, yeah. but then I realized what's going on in reality is, is, is not only heavy, it's strange and weird and stupid and evil, yeah. you know, so yep. might as well speak to, speak to the disease, you know. Yep, well, I'll tell you a funny, it's, um, I have four grandkids, two of them, yeah. are, two of them are adopted, mm. so I have four kids Great. running around here every Sunday from um, whiter than a sheet to uh, dark, 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 and mm-hmm. and these kids play, they 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 interact, they eat meals together, they they fight, they laugh, they you know, they cry, they, you know, you know what I'm saying? They do everything yeah. together, and um, pure. Yeah, yeah, and, and my next door neighbor uh, are Muslims, um, you know, we're Jewish. On my other side, they're they're Catholics, and you know what? Nobody tells us not to. Um, not to congregate with each other so everybody does and and it's yeah you know it's like there's no rules everybody just lays their cards on the table and, and they get on with it and that's yeah and that's what we have to start it's, doing just forget it's, it it's best when it's when you when you speak it yeah you speak truth and you speak truth and love and all the positive energies into existence you can also speak evil into the world why do you waste your time trying to burn the forest down you know, it's like they, everyone spends more time trying to tear something down, and they've never built anything. Yeah. So you never build any love. You never built anything in your children. So your children come out just like you. Right. And that's where it has to stop. When children start to realize you can't be a part of this great, beautiful thing that we're doing here, because unless you come in with this attitude, you right. know. Yeah, yeah. So work on it. You know. Yeah. It's not like going to a rock concert and having people with, with swastikas walk through. It's like. Uh, dude, you're in the wrong place. You yeah. Know? Well, fr- it's Frank. Frank's the one who said it's easier to um, love than to hate. Uh, right? Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. In one of the yeah. old albums, it was like, um, you know, all hate is is love in reverse. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um, I mean, you worked for the master. He he, with all of his um madness and all of his um you know, his 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 crazy songs and everything else. The guy uh, put out stuff like Trouble Every Day and, um, you know... Stuff, mm-hmm, the Green Motel. Yeah, yeah, stuff that really mattered. And if you listen to it, um, you know, you, you, you kind of let your guard down and, and, and you learn how to live amongst, uh, you know, everybody else. And, yeah, um, when you see it, you, when we see it as musicians, we should name it. Yeah. When we see it, we should name it. And that makes it for a better world. We, if people, kids are listening to music at early, I mean, earlier and earlier in their life. Right. When they get... The, you know, when the top band that they hype up and say, this is the top band, when they're saying things, positive things, uh-huh. and that this is the world we see, and this is the world that when people come to see us, you're in the midst of this world, everybody, 
wants to. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Gravity to the higher, right. you know, to the higher moral uh, uh, platform. Instead of, they don't want to be left behind. They don't be sitting outside, uh-huh. you know, with, you know, slicing tires and stuff. Yeah. They want to be in the, they want to be in the house. Right. So you give them that impetus to, okay, this is, I had a friend, real quick, had a friend that was beating his wife. And so I walked in like I didn't know what was happening. And so I was talking to him and I said, Wow, man, you know, and we, we were talking, and I guided, guided the conversation around, and I went, yeah, because when we were young men, and we didn't know anything about relationships, we might have put our hands on somebody, and you know, but we grew out of that, yeah. and I watched him as he, as he gravitated to that, he, yeah, yeah, you, you're right, that's, yeah, that was, man, yeah, you're right about that, and yeah. I watched his wife's eyes go like, what? Uh-huh. It was just... It was trying to put a message in them. It's like a subliminal, but right, right. For plant, the positive, for plant the, positive. the seed. Plant the seed. I tried. Plant the seed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he's at now. I know. He's either he's either been been he's either been married for fifty, sixty years now, or uh-huh. he's in San Quentin. Yeah, I hear home. that. I hear that. Um, so yeah. Um, anyway, back to the music. That's what we're here for. Okay, I was gonna say same thing. Yeah, let's um timing. Yeah, well, let's talk about uh something else. What do you want to talk about? Do do another one of your tunes. You gonna do a Frank tune? Yeah, do a Frank tune. Okay. Um, Doreen. Doreen, here we go. And what about Doreen? Love Doreen. Uh, Doreen was written in low E. The the original key was real do down there. Uh huh. And we run we run the road, and a certain person in the band yeah. uh, said something that he shouldn't have said, and I said, let's go to the stage, young N-word, uh-huh. anyway. <laughs> and we yes. went on stage, and I, and we started the song at Soundcheck, and I kicked it up an octave. And yeah. Frank goes, can you do that again? I'm like, and I was mad. I'm looking right at this person. I'm kicking it up an octave. It's just, come on, you want to sing? Let's do this. I, I do wop. Come on, dude. Come on. <laughs> but that, that, was the, that was one of the good moments in my life, just singing that song. Yeah, okay. Let's I love listen. Frank. Let's listen to it, and we'll come back to it.
Okay, and that was Frank Zappa and the Frank Zappa band with Doreen. And uh, we have the singer on that tune right here with us on online tonight. Ray, tell us about that tune. You, um, who's in that band with you? All right, let's see if I can remember. Tommy Mars. Um, let's see who's on bass. I think I think Arthur was on bass. Yeah, Art Barrow. Uh, Ike Willis. Ike Willis. Me. Frank. I think that was it. Yeah. It was a small band. I'm not sure it was on keyboards though. Besides uh, Tommy, I think Tommy. I'm not sure if um, Robert was there yet. Uh huh. But Rob- Tommy held down. He was magnificent. Yeah, he was. And you know what? That song was. I, I was you. You were in the band with Ed Mann for a bit too, right? Yeah, yeah. I was watching. Some Ed was there. Ed was there. Yeah, yeah, I think Ed was there too. But um, I was watching some videos of you guys. At um, I saw you guys play a ton of times at the Palladium in New York, and um, mm-hmm. you know, you used to do the Halloween thing every year. Um, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was great. Yeah, yeah, and um, a couple of other times, and um, there was such an animated band for Frank. You know. That that band yeah. didn't just that band didn't sit still a second. You guys are moving all over. Um, Ed was a lunatic with those mallets, and and precise. Yes, absolutely. And, yeah, yeah. I'm just he and Tommy were like precision. Yeah, just total precision. Um, yeah, and it was. Um, I mean, he would he 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 must have ran three miles during the show up and back. I know. Yeah, I it know. was it I was know. insanity. Um, but yeah, and, and, and yeah, Precision, uh, that band was tight, that band was, um, you know, it, it was the band. and um, it, it was fun, it yeah, was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I, I would always break the mood with driving into town in, in a limo or whatever, we were in a band, and I would uh-huh. go, where are the white women? <laughs> Tommy got tired of that joke really quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's um, it it pretty funny, but it was a, it was a blast touring with Frank, right? He was a, it was yeah. just like it was. It was. It was fun, man. Because you know, you 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 you're playing. Everything came to another level. Yeah, that was the first big thing I'd ever done. '76, that first tour was the. I had never been on a stage like that, and it was time to do what I was born to do. And Frank brought it out. Yeah, and, you know, and um, he had a natural ability for that. And it's funny because I, I've done a lot of reading on uh, on you guys, on Frank, on the mothers, on the Frank Zappa bands. And um, every book tells you what, what, what a slave driver Frank was. Yet, all the musicians I speak to, not one person has a bad word to say about Frank. That he was a precise, he was a control freak, but he got the best out of you. And if they had to do it all again, they would sign up with him tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And yep. that, that See, says something about a man. Well, the one thing is, I realize this is his band. Yeah. This is his music. What I do is bring what I add, whatever he saw in me to bring to this ensemble. Yeah. When I when I get the chance or I have the opportunity opportunity to do it, I put it on ten, uh-huh. and I do it, and I step back because this is his band. I'm not trying to come here, get on stage with Frank, and try to diddle and jump yeah. off the stage and do splits. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit the job and hit it crisp and make the whole thing better. Right. You know? Yeah. Nobody second guessed him. Mm-mm. No, you know. Yeah, I could get him up on the sidetrack with with uh, with with doo wop. We love it. <laughs> uh-huh. That was our commonality, doo wop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I understand he used to put tape recorders on the beds and stuff to. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I heard I heard tales of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In fact, uh, in fact, I know somebody who has the tapes, and I can't tell you who. But yes. Oh yeah, I, I was going to tell you a story, but I, I, I bit my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could tell the story, just not use names. Well, he, he just you know, uh, it was amazing. Uh-huh. Um, one night I was I was uh, next door to a certain person uh-huh. and. If you say his initials, I'll whistle. But anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, and there's all this, <laughs> and I'm by myself now. You know, I'm, I'm a 30-some-year-old horny man. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I walked outside and I went, never, ever get a room next to me again. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this is a comedy moment. But Frank was, you know that hard driving thing? Yeah. You learn. You learn when you're pushed. You don't learn when you when you lay back and right. you're and lackadaisical about things. But when someone brings you to the edge of it, yeah. you learn, yeah. and you don't realize it until it's over. And you look back and go, "Wow, you know." You may resent it while you're in it sometimes, uh-huh. but that work pays off. Yeah, and you and um, everybody who left who leaves uh, the road after working with Frank. Have been like uh, touched by an angel. They they all see touring differently. It's it's all um, you know. It, it's all it it became a different beast. You know he he, he kept it yeah. fun out there. You, you know I remember talking to yeah. Mark and Howard about um, touring. You know Flo and Eddie, and um, they said it was a blast. It was just like a big party and until um, you got on the stage. You know you, and then everything got you know boom serious. You know, the, yeah. You know, uh, the soundtracks were, were tight. The, um, you know, and, and they said everybody was partying except Frank. He would be sitting there writing music. He, oh, but it got better. Yeah. One time, I think it was Leon. We went to a place in Leon. Can I tell the story real quick? Yeah. Um, we, we were in, I think it was Leon, and we walked to this amphitheater, outdoor amphitheater. And anybody that was there, if I'm stating the wrong city, correct me. But anyway. <clears throat> It was the outdoor amphitheater, and right behind the stage, up in the the, the cliff, whatever that was behind us, uh-huh. was a statue, the statue of Caesar, oh, wow. the original statue, still there. Yeah. So I had to go. Um, we, one of us, oh, me and Frank were backstage. Uh-huh. I had gone to Frank's dressing room. We were talking. It was the two of us, and he had this this bottle of stuff called Cordon Noir. I think it's called. Uh-huh. It's like it's beyond any malt I've ever had. Beyond anything I've ever drink of my life yeah. and we got set backstage before the show and got right at the edge of yeah you know uh-huh. okay, that, 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 that place I'm sorry y'all yeah. but anyway so we go on stage and we're doing tiny lights dun, 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 dun. I step to the mic and start to sing Frank walks over to my right to my ear and goes Krieger Bandulo white man come fire stick kill now <laughs> I start to laugh I back off the mic I back off the mic. The band is still going. I come back up again. He walks over and says some more crazy stuff in my ear. I'm laughing my ass off. I back off. I can't sing. The yeah. third time he did it, I said, F it. I'm out of here. I laid down on the floor. He, he took the mic and bent it over, and I did the song from the floor. <laughs> it was wow. spontaneous, but people loved it. It yeah. was in the moment yeah you know yeah. And, does um, humor really belong in show business yeah absolutely definitely definitely and that's what we're missing now humor humor belongs yeah. in politics <laughs> i mean <laughs> 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 
I see, I see a lot of humor in what I'm seeing, but I cried right after. I know, <laughs> I know. Tell me about it, but yeah, that's, yeah but yeah, that's okay. But I mean, we need humor in the world again. You know, the we entire, do, we do. And, yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, it has to. I figured that we're when we're all free again. Yep. Of this, of this terrible plight. Yep. We'll be more thankful for what we have, and when we go to rock concerts, we will really rock. Yeah, and not only we're that, next to each other. Yeah, and and I, they need me on on network TV, and things will change real quick. <laughs> yes, and me, I agree. Yeah, me and the guys, me and guys like you, who could sit there and talk, you know, real, you know, cut the bullshit, and let's get down to business. Cut the, that, yeah. that should be the name of a, of a tour. Cut the bullshit. That's yeah. The first tours, the first tour that everybody takes should have the same name. Yeah. Cut the bullshit. I know that's that, that, that that's what I tell my kids and grandkids. You can fight the bulls, but you can't fight the bullshit. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, always, you always take some home on your on your. Yeah, shoes. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but you, you know, you, you're not going to win when it's the bullshit. But you can, you know, you can Absolutely. fight a bull. You just got to cut through exactly. it, and, and yeah, and that's that's the whole problem today. People are afraid to step yeah. on people's toes. Uh, you know, it's like the Me Too movement, the YouTube movement, the you know whatever if, movement. If you can't take the joke, get out of the room. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it's, yeah, it's so yeah, it's so. Yeah. Ludicrous, you know. I know. I mean, I mean, there is a time and a place, but you know, people got to let their hair down a little more. It, it, it's time to um, not take yourself so seriously anymore. Yeah, you see, you don't have that long on this planet. No. When you find out that you've got that coronavirus and you're susceptible yeah. to the worst of it, to the worst of it, you start wishing that you could go back in time yeah. and do this and do that. When you approach that edge, you start saying, "If I could only go back." When you were a kid and you make a mistake, you go, and your mother would say, wait till your father gets home. Yeah. Oh, God, let me go back. Let me go back 10 minutes before I said that. I know. I never say it. I know. Too late, you know, but you have to. Yep. People think that hindsight, yep. your car's at the edge of the cliff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, you know, um, I'm not a kid anymore. Um, um, and um, there's some things. Don't mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some things I wish I would have done when I was younger. My father used to tell me that... Um, um, uh, um, how, 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 how do you, oh yeah, youth is wasted on the young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, so true. It is so true. You know, because you always so think true. you have. You know, and I, and when I was when I was a kid, I was working hard. I used to manage um, stadiums and arenas. You worked hard. You were touring. I was never home. And I kept saying, you know, when I get older, I'll take, I'll do that. I'll, you know, I'll do that. You know, you know, later on, I'll, I'll, whatever. It's later on now, and I'm stuck in my house. <laughs> I can't yeah. do anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that gets back to a wrinkle in the plan. Yeah. Best laid plans of mice and men yeah. often go astray. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you hoist it by your own petard, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to, oh, damn, I can't do it now. Well, well I know. You know? I know. You know, it's back to Sid Arthur, you know? Yeah, it was like, you know, I, I have to make more money now. I got to do this now. I got another stadium. I have another arena to open up. I got this. I got yeah. that. And then you turn around yeah. and boom, it's like, where did that time go? That time flew by. And yeah. you know what? I, my wife and I were sitting, sitting in the bed, on the bed yesterday. Uh -huh. And we were talking about how grateful. We're not rich. We're living a, you know, yeah. very, yeah. Um, you know, cool lifestyle. Yeah. It ain't cool, but it's like, it's we're together yeah yeah no matter where it's at if it's a tree trunk we're together right and we're happy to have love in our lives yeah we're happy to have our children and i'm not worried about having a mercedes right well a tesla yes but a mercedes no but uh, anyway yeah, yeah yeah but you know and being grateful for what we have yep what we've lived the ups and the downs of this roller coaster ride 
we're we're appreciative of I know. all of it. You, yeah, me you know, too. And, yeah, look, too. and don't discount any part of it because it made you who you are. That's right. And fifty years in November, and well, I couldn't be good luck. I couldn't be happier. I'm, I'm not looking over the fence at some. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not looking over the fence at somebody else's property, house, uh-huh. wallet. Yeah. Don't have the time, you know. No, no. Plus, I've got time um, to love. I always tell people I'm I'm up I'm um I'm bu- I'm busy making my second million. I, I wasn't able yeah. to I wasn't able to make the first, you know. So I'm <laughs> to <try> my second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's sweet. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, and, and it's cool. funny because um, you know we look at things the same way too. I, I mean, we've had ups and downs. You know, we 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 we've threatened to kill each other a million times. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. We, we threatened to walk out on each other and and whatever. Oh yeah. And and um, yeah. Now you look back. Those are good times. <laughs> yeah, those are the good times. I know. I know. But and once you get past, once you get past it, it's like, what? I know. I know. You know who, who am I, I kidding? Told my wife. At one age, I was like, you know, it took me uh, a day to forget something. I'd uh-huh. hold it and fester, yep. you know. Yep. And then it was like, then it was like twelve hours, then it was ten yep. hours, then it was an hour, then it was five minutes, then it was five seconds. Then, uh-huh. as soon as I started to say the stupidest thing in my life, uh-huh. it would be like, whoa! Yeah, I know. I could hear, you could hear the brakes skid around the corner. Know. You know, the tires smoking. Yep. You know, it was like. Okay, I'm there. I know. I know. And and it's funny because some of my uh, friends have, um, you know, uh, 30-year-old girlfriends, you know, 35-year-old girlfriends. What the hell do you talk to them about? You have nothing to talk to them about. (laughs) Except the mall. Except the mall. Except my credit card. Except... Who, who tore up my porch? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And, and it's funny because I, I have a cousin who um, keeps marrying these, um, you know, 25, 35-year-old girls who, um, you know, uh, wow. and, 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 you know, he, he thinks he's happy. I, I'm hoping he's happy. But I, I keep thinking to myself, like, at the end of the day, what, what do you talk about, <laughs> you know? Um, and if, if I think about in the morning. What do you think? Yeah, what yeah. do you talk about? I know. You know? And yeah. it's, it's sad. It's sad. I have friends that are still, they're married and not married, married, uh-huh. now, back and forth. I'm like, what are you looking? You're looking too hard for it. Right. You're looking at the physical form, and you're not looking at the spiritual form of it. Right, right. The, the, the inside of it. What kind of character? What, what is this? Yeah. You know, can you be in a room with somebody and not speak right. for half an hour, an hour? Yeah. And still... Get the common joke in the air, yeah. you know. Can you do that? Yeah. You know, if you're looking for it, you never find it. When it happens, you go, oh, "This is cool." Yeah. And yeah. and develop it. Don't beat it down. Don't try to write it down in a book. Yep. Like this is how it's done. Yep. There's no way to it. No, and that's why I tell people, me and my wife, we could either talk or not talk for hours. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's well, like, our thing is this. She goes in the room. She likes uh, she likes TV. Uh-huh. I'm in the front. Right. I've got all my instruments around me. Yeah, I'll play something. I'll go, baby, come listen to this. She'll come out and listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll go back in the room. Then I'll go, what you watching? And I'll run back and, oh, that's sick. I'll yeah. leave the machines on. I'm sitting there watching. The, then I'll say, I gotta go. Bye. Yeah. And it's back and forth. But yeah. it's, but it's, it's, we know each other. Yeah, and we love each other. That's you know? right. So, yep. I'm, I'm not looking for anything over the hill by and by because I don't want that girl showing up at my door 
It's your baby. I know. Oh, no, Maury Povich. It was a Maury I know. moment. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. I keep joking with my wife. I wish Maury would come to my house and tell me my two kids aren't really mine. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> but then where do you go? I know. After that. I know. You know? Yep. Too much time and justice, man. I know, and and it's funny, you know. I've heard this. I mean, it's not funny, but I've heard the story more than once with these, um, you know, all of these new DNA tests that people are taking. Yeah, I know more and more people who are finding out they've had kids that are in their thirties and forties, and uh, they had no idea they Aren't had there? kids. Yeah. You oh know? man! Oh man! Yeah. You know, dude, I, I'm telling you, I have escaped by the skin of my. I was shy until uh-huh. I was. Until I went in the Air Force. Yeah, yeah. I never dated. I never dated. I was shy, but I could go in a room with my guys, uh-huh. and we could start singing from doo-wop, and the party would stop. Right. And I could sing to a girl, and t- tears would flow from my eyes. I could bring that moment. Yeah. But I couldn't talk to her. It was yeah, impossible. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? well, it worked out for but, you. You know? Yeah. Well, look at me now. Yeah. Can't stop me from talking. Can't stop you now, darn. <laughs> can't stop. Your feet don't feel me now. Yeah. Yeah, but that should it's... It should have been James Brown's last album. Yeah, really. And <laughs> it's stop me. And it's funny. If you, yeah, they can't stop me. It's um, it's funny. I did a couple of dates. It's talking about uh, James Brown. I did a couple of dates with him back in the day. And, um, you, know, I, you know, I used to run stadiums and arenas and things like that. So he, he came mm-hmm. and, you know, he played a few of them. He used to walk off the stage... And he'd like look at everybody and say, "Say it loud! I'm black and I'm tired." <laughs> it was like <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was a he was a story of the step story that uh, Americans could look at and use yeah. it as a template. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He made, I had up. Go ahead. No, he did ups and down twice, at least twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He. Um, I mean, he he was his own worst enemy for a while, and. Um, that's you know I think a lot of us reach that point where you think you're on it and you think you know, and I'm gonna try that and you realize you knew yeah. that was the wrong turn to take. Yep. And when you but it makes you if you really paid attention, you're a better person on the other side of me. You look back and go, I see the road into that stupidity. Yeah. Now that could be a chemical stupidity. That yeah. could be a psychological stupidity. Yeah. yeah. A spiritual stupidity. You know when you make that, if you pay attention and see that where that thing is at, it appears in many times, at different stages of your life, trying to get you to trip, uh-huh. trying to go, don't, and I don't, I just, I'm so calm now, it's crazy. It's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm calm, but it's like, well, wow, I watch kids and go, how old, how no old, idea. how old were you when you hooked up with Frank? I was 32. Okay, so you weren't a teenager, you weren't, you know, 20. No. I wonder if that nope. has something to do with it, hitting hitting the uh, mark too early. You know, I, I look at a lot of people that hit it really early, and now they're wrecks. Yeah. And I, and I realize they didn't have something, something was missing in their lives. Right. Really good friends. There are a lot of clingers, people that come in and cling. Yeah. Why you got the money. What's that song by Billie Holiday? Um, um, God bless the child. Yeah, God bless the child. You know, the God bless the child has got his own. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. Well, and I look at those, and they're just, you know, just depleted. Yeah. So you you were married. You were married when you hooked up with Frank. I was married at twenty five. Yeah. 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 So so uh, so you knew your wife was with you prior to becoming a, uh, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, a, 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 a rock and roll star. You know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She was. She's always been there. We yeah. met at the Mint in San Francisco. Oh yeah. Cool. I worked. I was. I was out of the Air Force. 
first I worked at Abercrombie and Fitch, uh-huh. and I loved that job. And then I got a job at the Mint that I wasn't supposed to get. It's one of those blessings again, you know. Uh, yeah. There are three thousand names ahead of me, and I got the GR job. Cool. About three days later, I saw her walk down the hall, and I was like, "Yes." There you <laughs> go. And we we talked. That was what sealed it. Wow. And we were talking, and it was like, "How can you be this beautiful and down to earth?" Yeah. And just natural, and it was a natural conversation. But but, it was but nothing about you know. Sorry, yeah. Go ahead. But but you relatively um. You relatively were starting out in your life when you met your wife, and and you knew. Yep. And you knew back then she she knew you weren't a rock and roll star at the time, you know. Nope. So you know come you know she took you for whatever and you took her for whatever, and um, yeah. when you did you know get get the fame with Frank, you already had a, had a basis you had a foundation. To foundation. To. Absolutely right. Absolutely and, right. And I think maybe that's what the problem is with a lot of these guys. You know, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. They're hitting, you know, they're out there making, you know, $10 million a year. What's left? They have no the faintest idea what's coming at them. No. They don't know. She's beautiful. Let me have that. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Let Stop. me, yeah. And um, go, it, 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 put she, a disguise on and go down to, to Roscoe's and have some waffles. And, yeah. Or go to, go to take a class at university yep. and meet somebody that's on a path, yep. a different path than shaking their butt. And then you start, you know? th- yeah, you start thinking. Did she, uh, you know, am I taking this one home because of who I am? Or does she, you know, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the hook. That's the question right there. Is it because of who I am? Is it because of my bright light? Yeah. Absolutely. And I see so many people making that mistake. And you can't, you can't tell them. You have to sit back and watch. Yeah. You know. Until they I find out. I watch my kids. Yep. Yeah. Until they find out. When they, when they stub their toe, they go, what was that? Yep. Eh, maybe the wrong door. Yeah. You know, yeah. Don't yeah. stop. But. But take, be cautious and find what what satisfies this inside of you. Right. And what you can satisfy inside of her, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and um, let's, um, talking about that, let's do another one of your tunes. Finding the okay. Way Back Home? Yeah, that's the New York tune. Uh-huh. Tell us about that. Well, I was in New York back in the day, and uh, I saw, I was with a band called, um, um, KBSW, uh-huh. and it's original, original, you know, jam band thing. Right. Original songs every night and stuff. So we, I was driving on the street, and I saw this guy walking down this little, like an alley, and it was dark and rainy, and he had this long overcoat and it's like a silhouette, and the steam from the, you know, from the vents were coming, was coming up, and I was like, wow, it was like this lost soul, like trying to find his way back home. Mm-hmm. And I said, I wonder if he can even scratch his name anymore. Song just came, bam. Yeah. So, cool. that's what you hear. And again, <clears throat> and again, this is you um, on all the instruments. Yes. Okay, and here we go. Finding the way back home from um, this is from um, Ray's uh, Ray White's uh, new um, release, and you could get it. Uh, just it's um, you could order it on Amazon, right? Yeah, Amazon, okay. iTunes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Here we go, finding the way back home. Trench coat. He's written a new book. 
Biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Putting pen to paper He followed the breadcrumbs That showed him the way He's lost his way in the night Is this for real or is it all in his mind? Is it all? Finding, my, finding the Way Back Home, and that was Ray White. And again, when you're looking for it, it's under Ray Shirley White Sr., and um, that's from the album A Wrinkle in the Plan, which is uh, Ray's new release. And um, Ray, when's, when's the next release going to come out? Are you going to be putting them out a little sooner? Well, um, I, I don't mix. Uh-huh. So um, I have a friend uh, here that in, in Las Vegas. I met him through the Musicians Union. Uh-huh. A friend of mine there told me to call him. And I went by his house. This guy created a a, a dog called Saw S A W. It makes Pro Tools look like Garage Band, okay? Really. And Bob Lentini, and he's a master, absolute master. And that's that's where I go to have my stuff mixed. So, but I'm I'm working on everything right now. I'm in fact I'm sitting in front of the machine as we speak. Oh, uh-huh. cool. And um, so that's what I do every day. Yeah. You know, I'm just waiting to get the point where I can mix it and. 
I might send it to somebody and have them mix it for me, but I like to be in the room, you know? Yeah, yeah, so that's great. So, you, you know, you're using this time, um, that, that you know, the lockdown time, and doing constructive stuff. That's that's all you can do. Yeah. Good. I'm learning to play piano the right way, the correct way. Uh-huh. <laughs> YouTube's well, great, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, um, yeah, that's my instrument, uh, piano. I play piano. Oh, I and, love piano. Yeah, and, you know? Um, you know, I play other instruments, you know, I, I, I dabble. But you know, piano is my uh, main my main go-to. Keeps go you saying, keeps you saying, and I'm telling you, yeah, sit down behind, yeah. behind the piano, put your hands on it. Yep. And magical things happen. It you can does. go anywhere in the world. And not only that, you feel good. You play, you play up on those high notes. You feel like crap. There goes those bass notes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me some bottom. Yeah, give, give me some, some bottom. Yeah. You know, yep. And then flavor it with the top end. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Let me pound these keys you know? before I get my hands on those grandkids. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little endorphin release, you know, then yeah. get those endorphins kicking, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm telling you, man. But, but even as a kid, you know, um, you know, I started taking lessons when I was young. My mother used to tell me, "Well, you're in a, you're not feeling great today. Uh, you know why? You know, I heard you playing on the piano. You you sounded a little depressed today. You know that kind of thing, or um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. It. It's definitely release. So um, outside of um. I put up some photos of you today, and people are in love with your guitars. You have some really nice instruments. Oh, yeah. These are, um, I just got my, um, where's it at? Oh, I've got a, a guitar from Ukraine when really? I was out the last year. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's what's it called? A DAG. Uh -huh. But it's like this guy came in with Thomas Nordic, and <clears throat> he had his guitar, so I cracked a joke. And I don't think he thought it was funny. I said, Ukraine? I can't buy that guitar with the president with the way the world is now with this Ukrainian thing. How can I play it? Yeah. He had this shock look on his face, like, yeah. "Oh God, he's going to kill me." Yeah, it's like oh, it's bugged. Great guitar, it's bugged. Yeah, but with this new amp, I am now hearing my guitars for what they really are. Yeah. For the first time since 1965, I haven't heard my guitars sound. But I didn't know anything about about uh, about um. Uh, Doing the hum reduction and and yeah. and what is it? What is it for the tubes? Uh, what is it called? It just, oh, my mind just went blank. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but this guy balanced everything in my amp, and uh -huh. it sounds so clear and so beautiful. Great. But I use these guitars now, and I'm thankful. Yeah. And just grateful. Yeah. You know, I, was, I, have, I, I I spoke to Art Art Arthur Barrow the other night. He was telling me that he. Just had a uh, '65 Fender, uh, Fender taken apart of Fender Strat. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, and he, and he had the date at the bottom, t proving to what it really was. That's uh, cool. I know. How hot cool. is that? Incredible. That really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, now here's a story for you. When I was 12 years old, I had a paper route, route 3:28 p.m. in Aurora, Illinois, working for the Beacon News. I saved my money to put a down payment on a Strat. Really? I went to this place. The guy that owned the place, a Jewish young man like yourself, and he he took my little ten dollars, whatever I had, and he goes, "Okay, I forgot about the guitar." Really? I started doing other things, you know, whatever you know, our kids are, and so I got out of the Air Force, went home, got out of there, came out here to the West Coast. I got his number somehow, and I called, him, and he goes, "The guy just, he had passed away." His mm -hmm. son goes, "My father still had that guitar." Really? I said, "What?" He said, he said he used to come back for it one day. I was like, wow. I don't know if it's still there, but I'm like, yeah. what? It, was, it wasn't about the guitar at that point. It was about yeah. 
What a cool, cool thing to do. Yeah. For a young kid. What a cool... I mean, it showed me who he was. Right. Not what he was, who he was. But you see, that's, that, so, that, that's what I mean. It, the, the whole world shifted to, like, people are like... I don't know. I don't know how people got so so arrogant and mean, you know, over the course of these over the years. They have got to sit down and put some LPs on, man. I know. I mean, later for the disc, put on an old LP. Listen to Fanny. Yeah. Listen to Redbone. Listen to listen to Chet Atkins. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Put on some listen, old Dylan you know, stuff. Anything. I mean. Put on anything. Yeah. You know, Hank Williams. Uh, what's is it? Hank, is Hank Williams or Snow? That did that here, that lonesome weird. Oh, that was Hank. Hank. Hank I did Hank. a version of that song. Did you? I did a version of that song up in Michigan at this outdoor uh, country and western thing. They had uh -huh. like this huge uh, um, venue. So I was using doors and I was doing this thing. And this guy walks on stage with these bib overalls. Uh -huh. he, goes, he goes, excuse me. Big tall white guy walks back to the VA, does a thing. I've never heard my voice sound like that in yeah. my life. Really? He had done it for Hank. <laughs> it was amazing. Really? I was like, I, I, and, and this little kid gets on stage, blonde, blue-eyed, yeah. sits on the floor, crosses his legs at the end of the song. He's got his hands on his cheeks, and he goes, that was beautiful. The audience went nuts. Wow. He goes, that was beautiful. Black and white. Mm -hmm. I was the only dark person in there, yeah. but it wasn't about that. It nah. was about the music. Well, well, you know who I miss? Richie Havens. Oh, man, Richie. I had to sing behind him once on the microphone, and I had to I saw him sell out. Because <laughs> yeah. Richie took his teeth out. He, when he took his yeah. teeth out, yeah, he'd yeah. go... <laughs> and <it> was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Richie had bad teeth. Um, Is he gone? Yeah, Is he, he gone? passed. Yeah, he passed a few years ago. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I remember. You know, I knew. I, I I used to run into him a lot in the clubs and stuff. And he told what me that. Spirit. Yeah, he was doing McDonald's commercials for a while. I don't know if you remember that. And he, oh man. Yeah, he told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he told me McDonald's McDonald's paid for his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's a different thing on McDonald's. That's cool. Yeah, he was a sweetheart though. He's such a nice man. He was. Um, everybody in that period. Yeah. Were beautiful. Everybody was. I was the. I had snakeskin shoes. Uh huh. Made of cobra skin. Wow. Dark. It was midnight blue with a half a crab white on uh -huh. one side and a half crab white overlaid on the other side. Uh huh. Cancer, of course, you know. Yeah. And I had these burn work pants from Rainbow, uh, Rainbow Cobbler. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I was. I was, re I was, had my tie-dye undershirt on. Uh -huh. Hey, come yeah. on, I was waving the flag, there man. There you go. There you go. I, I, dropped, I dropped various substances so many times I think I knew God personally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But everybody was in love. <laughs> Everything was about love. It was about peace. Yeah. And uh, that, that consciousness still lives here, but I'll, people I'll, have forgotten. I'll tell you in the audience a funny story. I was going to a psychiatrist. Uh, um, about uh, six, seven years ago, I had two heart attacks in eight days. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, my doctor said, if I was you, I would, um, I, I would go talk to somebody, you know, get rid of some of the, pre you know, whatever. So I started talking to my psychiatrist. I said, hey, listen, will you do me a favor? And she says to me, what? I said, I want to drop acid one more time. Will you sit here with me? <laughs> 
And she says to me, she said to me, no, I can't do that. So you know what I did? I got a new psychiatrist. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I told my friends, you know, it opens their doors that open. Uh -huh. Some people seek, some people seek certain energies. They gravitate toward dark energies. Yeah. My whole energy level at that time, it was seeking higher, lighter, yeah. uh -huh. brighter understanding and, and stuff. So yeah. that was the day when uh -huh. everybody, Richie, Richie was a, a major part of that whole movement. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All um, those guys that... Yeah, I, he was such a nice man. Um, Artie Cornfield. This is, this, in fact, this is the fifty-one um, anniversary, the fifty-first year of Woodstock this weekend. Oh man! Yeah. Anyway, Artie Cornfield, um, one of the guys who um, um, did Wood, uh, Woodstock, who set it up, is a friend of mine, and um, he told the story on air. I, I would never repeat it unless he told it. But his um, daughter died of an, of an overdose. Um, her boyfriend had given her um, a, a, sh a shot of cocaine, and uh, she died. Oh. Anyway, she died, and um, Richie called. It was New Year's Eve, and Richie would call him every New Year's Eve just to see how he was doing, and to wish him a happy yeah. New Year, and just to get him through the uh, night. And um, yeah. that's the kind of guy he was. He was just a really, really nice man. And that's uh, yeah. That's what's missing now. That's what's missing now. We don't. Yeah. We, we forget. We forget until it's too late. Then we want to celebrate your life after you're gone. Yeah. No, I'd rather I'd rather celebrate you now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And say thank you. Yeah. You know, and it, it makes a difference. You know. It does make a difference, and um, it's just. Uh, I, I, but you see, the way me and you are like rapping tonight, that's all people have to do. It's it's easy. Yeah. <clears throat> When Frank called me and told him told me of uh, his uh, prognosis, uh -huh. um, I, I told him, I said, he said, you coming down? I said, I'll be down there in a couple weeks. Yeah. He said, yeah. I kept doing that. Uh -huh. Every two weeks, he'd call. He, maybe a month he'd call. And then the later, and finally got to the point, he said, hey, it's getting kind of late in the day. Yeah. He said, you coming down? I said, you waiting, for, waiting to see me? He goes, yeah. Wow. I said you're still. I said you're still here, and he started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh he does when he opens his mouth and nothing comes out. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep you here. If you wait to see me, I ain't coming to see you because if I come to see you, you might give it up. There I ain't you go. Doing it. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. but I told Gail it was actually one of the other reasons was I just couldn't stand to see him like that. You know, yeah, yeah it was, yeah. Uh, it was hard to do, but he was down to the bone. Yeah. I, I made a, I made a, me and Chad were talking on a plane one night. We were on a plane, a private plane, and I said, Chad said, I had a four-track Fiat. <laughs> oh, man, that was happening. Uh -huh. You know, Simon yeah. think, oh, yeah. yeah Chad yeah. goes, I just got, I just got an eight-track. Oh. I went, oh, yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah. Frank goes, hey, Ray, I got an eight-track you can get. A one-inch eight-track <laughs> with a, a, a sound craft. I went, well, how much? He goes, oh, $5,000. I said, $5,000? He goes, take it. Pay me when you can. Wow. What? Wow. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> I yeah, mean, wow. that was, come on. That that's, was what, that's what I'm saying. You, all you hear is like uh, what, what, what a slave driver he was and how tough he was. But the guy, um, whoever you talk to, only has good things to say about him. If you, had, if you went through that and then you formed your own band, you know how much rehearsal it takes to yeah. get things done right. right. You know what kind of guys you have to have 
that show up on right. time and do the work to get things done. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's not like, oh, man, I can't be there today because I got to, okay, next, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's the problem with um, the new music out there today. People are doing it by themselves. There's no interaction. You're sitting in your bedroom, you know, or whatever, with a computer in front of you. And, yeah. um, you know, and, and unless you've had that experience of working with a band, it's like, um, it's like playing a synthesizer. It's, it's like using, um, you know, like I use acid, the program acid sometimes for, yeah. uh, for you know, for, for, for beats and things like that, you know. It's huh, like, I thought you meant you use acid. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that, it's, that it's, it's a, 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 a yeah. No, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. You mean I sit here dropping? <laughs> I, I sit here microdosing. <laughs> anyway. What a great song. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sitting here microdosing. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, no. It's a, it's a program called Acid, and, and you could do you know. Yeah, I know. It's a MIDI program, whatever. But you could do that. But it, unless you know piano, the basic. It's like you're not getting a feel. You know, you're not getting you're not getting the heart into your music you're just getting cold sterile beats you know yeah yeah and, yeah and and and, yeah. and that's what's i think that's what's happening to the music now there's nothing um there's very few bands and um everybody's doing everything on their own they, they, they just you know there's i got here i'm sorry New York. i got here to vegas look, i looked for musicians uh -huh. and i couldn't find any and then really? when i finally went to a club and saw some guys and they wanted me to sit in I ran into these these guys that were like um, I don't know legends in their own minds, uh -huh, yeah, you know. Yeah. And it just turned me off. It was like, no, this is not what I'm talking about. Right. I want to be around some guys that can just flow, and it'll come. You know, we've got friends that are doing it now. Right. But we talk about the same thing. There are no bands. No. Where what happened to the bands? Yeah. What happened to people that play their own instruments? Yeah, yeah, you know? and, and make mistakes. Yeah, 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 and laugh about it and keep on pushing. Right, you yeah, know? and 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 no so. songs have bridges anymore because everything is programmed. Mono, mono, it's monolithic life. Yes, you know. Yeah, there's no bridges you know? in the songs anymore, and um, I, I I love channel. We just called it in the doo days the channel. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Until I realized the channel takes you from this place to that place. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm surprised that uh, you can't find good musicians in Vegas. I figured there'd be millions. Well, of them. there are some guys here. Yeah. Um, I think I just met one yesterday. Cool. And I'm waiting to see. And uh, but there are some guys. I, I the guys at the union. I met their band. One of the guys, the secretary, the treasurer, there has this cool band, really, really good. Uh huh. You know. And I said, yeah, maybe I could sing with you guys one day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 So. Well, so anyway, <laughs> that sort of went like, well, maybe we're. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. It's, it's, it's a personality thing for me. It's a, it's a character thing. Where yeah. Just like, like a kid would just jump in. Let's do this. Hey, have some fun. Right. Everybody's like, well, I gotta look at my bottom end and my. Yeah, I know. You play music, you know. Play, damn, play. Yeah. 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 It, it is just you know. Is creating something from nothing. Yeah. But the nothing that you're creating it from, something's always been there because it's what's feeding you right now. Go pay attention and help yeah. each other. And, and, and you know, and it's so great. It's great dealing with guys who you know are going to band, and after a while, you kind of know where the guy's going before he gets there. 
Yeah. And you know what? Oh. And you know how to follow, you know, or, or how to lead it. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's. We, I had a band in San Francisco called the Brothers Hand. Uh -huh. Tony Smith, the drummer. Yeah. Tony Smith, the drummer. Me, Tony Smith, Archie White, uh, Larry Wong, uh -huh. Ron Dong, no, Ron Leong, and who was the drummer? Oh yeah, no, who was the? Uh, but there's somebody else. Uh -huh. Everybody played two instruments. Everybody played two instruments. Yeah. But and everybody sang. Well. And it was like you could play. And all of a sudden, you look at each other, and there was just, you just go there. You know, somebody yeah. would hit a note and go, what was that? And you go with them, you know? It wasn't, well, I don't want to go there because I don't play like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, legend, like I said, legend in your own mind. Yeah, plus um, you, you played with, um, you, you've actually worked with um, uh, jam bands, right? Yeah, KBHW was the one. Yeah, but you did Unfreeze, nice. you, you worked with Unfreeze McGee? I did. I did a couple of set-ins with them. Uh huh. <laughs> well, and that's all they do, right? That's all they do, pretty much. The, their stuff is really locked. Though these kids, kids went to like four or five of them went to uh, Notre Dame, uh -huh. and it was their. I met their parents. Uh, that's what I knew when I knew who they were. It's when I met their parents. Right. And it was like, oh yeah, okay, now I understand this. Yeah. You guys come from the same place I do. You know. Yeah, cool. Great parents, man, and it's just. And killer musician. Yeah, killer. but 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 I'm, I'm but that's what these jam bands do. It's like you've worked with these guys for so long that, yeah. that you know you you kind of think you know you know how they think, and it's not that they think like you, but you know where they're heading to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we and you go there and things things happen. Yeah, those are the magical when it's programmed so tight you can't move. Nothing happens. Right, it's sterile. Yep. But when you get to the place where you let it go out yep. and you go, oh. Oh yeah, yeah. And the people ask you, "What did you do?" We don't have the faintest idea. No, <laughs> no. We we just went there. It yeah. called. We answered. You know. Did you, I mean, have you seen um um? Well, you're not going to see them now. But the Olin Brothers towards the end. You know, have you ever seen the Olin Brothers live? I saw them in Chicago uh -huh. with a good friend of mine, and I was blown up. What's his name? The, uh, Warren, the, guy, the Warren Hayes. What was the, the black guy's name? Um, oh, oh, hotel, or the drummer? Huh? The drummer? I mean, the drummer. Yeah, drummer. Oh, oh, um, J-Mo. Yeah, J-Mo. Yeah. A friend of mine had cancer uh -huh. in Michigan. But we were living in Michigan at the time. Yeah. A friend of mine had his terminal, and he said the only thing he ever wanted was an autograph from him. Yeah. And so I approached him. We were backstage, and I approached him, and he went, "What?" He took out some drumsticks, signed the drumsticks. I took him back to Michigan to Bill. Yeah. It was, you know, he was just. So generous. Wow. That band was kicking, man. I'm telling you, uh, I miss yeah. those days. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, and, and and it's yeah. and um, you know, like Government Mule, uh, um, um, yeah, uh, the Osric Tentacles who do that. Um, they they're more electric than uh, than the Brothers, but um, they're another great band out there now. Um, and these guys, it's all jamming, and it's like you know, you start at point A, and and you wind up, you know two weeks later at the end of the song, but you've done so much in between. You've borrowed music, you, you, you know, you may throw in an, uh, an Al Green tune in the middle. You may throw in, you know, a Talking Heads tune. That's, you know? That's, man, I was on the road with um, um, Band for Utopia. Uh -huh. And I'd, I'd wanted to, like, start with one of Frank's songs and then take it out in the middle to somewhere else and come back to the right, song and end right. it. So, well, no, 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 no. Okay, so I didn't say anything. So uh -huh. that night, my solo, I asked everyone to lay out. 
And right in the center of the song, I went to this other key and started doing these. I had this alternate tuning thing going on. Uh -huh. So I started it, and I started singing Village of the Sun. Right. Just just the first line. Yeah. First and second line. Then I slipped out of that, and I went into another French song. Yeah. Just a couple of lines, and another song. By the end of the solo, everybody thought they'd heard four different songs. Right. They hadn't. They yeah. were like, you did Village. I went... Yeah, but not really, but, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. just take them on a ride, take them I, on I, a, a journey. That's right. And these and these kids now don't know how to do that. Well, you know, I'm thinking that I met a kid in England, um, Sam Ward, uh -huh. and he came to four of those hologram shows. Oh. And those tickets were expensive down front. Right. And so we were, we were in London and we were talking and these kids were playing Frank's music. And I'm telling you, they were just cool. I saw that they sent me a video. Oh, they did um, uh -huh. the Zappanelli. Absolutely wonderful. Really? So I was talking to this kid, and I told him, I said, man, he turned me on to this guy in, in the London that does this big Frank thing. And I wanted to thank him because it was just something he did. And so I said, my next album, man, I'm going to send you a track, play guitar on it. Would you, would you please play guitar on it? And he goes, Yeah. At two nights before, he just went on stage with Dweezil. It was so, but it was like wow. I wanted to. I wanted to give him something else, you know. Yeah, it was yeah. okay. You think of me as Ray White, Frank Zappa. Okay, I'm going to put you on my album, the next album, and wow. help you. Yeah, yeah. If it helps you, if it helps you, yeah, dude, no skin out of my nose, you know, just right. what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. So well, that's that's musicians. music. Yeah. We're here, we're like griots, we're here telling the story. Yeah. When we're gone, somebody will pick it up and tell the story, yes. you know? Robert Johnson started it, right? Oh, dude, <laughs> I got a Robert Johnson song for you. I'm going to get work that and send it to you. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, Robert, oh, um, uh, Robert Johnson. It's, it's about, it starts off, I got to say this right Can you hear the wind blowing yeah. through the trees at night? Wow. Hear the hounds begin to howl at something just out of sight. A sudden sense of wonder of what might lie beyond as the pale moon takes the place of the setting sun. Then it goes into the song, you know? Yeah, wow, <laughs> so wow, wow, wow. It's, it's, yeah. you know, but that's, so everybody's but, like, how'd you do this? You but know? that's music. I mean, ha most people write songs, you know, they're playing somebody else's tune and they make a mistake and they say, hey, that sounds okay, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. When I heard Robert Johnson's voice for the first time and realized that they had they had spread the tape up, I couldn't really, you can't really. Well, somebody should get that and, and detune it and don't bring it down. Do I know. Reverse VSO it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and they, when he said that, one guy said when he used to play, he made people throw up. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> and then when he, yeah, and then when he came back, he was playing this stuff nobody had ever heard. Yeah. Uh, That's what they the said. Crossroads. Yeah, they said yeah. He, they said he couldn't play. He couldn't keep. Yeah, that he couldn't do anything. Then he came yep. back he went, and uh, whatever he, he did, found he found something. He found. Yeah. yeah, I hope he didn't. I hope he didn't sell his soul to the wrong person. <laughs> to the, to, to yeah. the wrong thing. I know, man. You know? But um, but every song you hear today, you know, owes something to Johnson. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's yeah. the whole thing. People borrowed and they added to it, and uh, you know, yep. they, yeah, and. Um, there's a song I put on that list of Big Bill Brunsey. I think I spelled it wrong, but yeah. anyway. Yeah. I, I was 15 years old, and this guy came by my house, our house in Aurora asking for my brother Chuck, who plays guitar. So he said he wanted Chuck. 
Chuck played guitar and, and keyboards too. My right. oldest brother plays keyboards and guitar too. Uh-huh. So he says, "Is Chuck here?" My mother goes, "No, but he plays." I don't even play in six weeks. Well. Here she's got my suit, my guitar, and my amp, and she's pushing me out the door. And wow. I went to Kankakee, Illinois, and we first song was "Keys to the Highway," but yeah. we did it, you know, by Big Bill Brunzi. Yeah. And here's here's my instructions. What 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 are the what are the chords? The guy goes, the one. The four, the five. Right. I'm going one to four. What's, yeah, what's the yeah. one? What's the four? What's the yeah, five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes. He, he goes. You know the regular changes. Oh, okay. Yeah, there <laughs> the you go. Yeah, changes. yeah. You, 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 <laughs> do you remember Barry Goldberg from Electric Flag? Yeah. I spoke to Barry the other day, bass player, um, and um, he was telling me that his first gig, um, he was like eight years old, nine years old. And he was in, um, oh, no, no, he's in, I'm sorry, he was, he was in junior high school, so maybe 10, 11. And um, yeah. some kid brought a guitar into school and, um, from show and tell. And, and he was amazed by it. The kid caught, taught him two chords. And he said, three nights later, the kid calls him on the phone and says to him, I got a gig to do. I need a guitar player. <laughs> 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 so anyway, he made fifty cents. He got fifty cents for working that night, playing those two chords all night. Those two chords. Yeah. Those chords. <laughs> my brother gave me my guitar at fifteen. Yeah. He bought a a, a silver tone and an amp. Oh, wow. It was his first one he ever owned himself, uh-huh. and he knew I wanted one. He brought it upstairs from my bedroom and gave it to me. Wow. I cried for an hour and a half. Yeah. Those kind of gifts. Yeah. I came downstairs, plugged the guitar in, and started playing. Do 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 do, Wow. Do 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 It's called Mighty Low. It's yeah. called Mighty Low. Yeah. And my mother was standing at the door. She goes, "What are you doing?" Mm. Wow. <laughs> you know, mm. yeah. the, the, the typical kids answer to any yeah. perplexing, you know, complex question. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't know. You yeah. know. Well, let's let, let's take a quick break. I'm going to play Key to the Highway. You ready? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. 
And that was the first tune that um, you played uh, on stage, or yeah. Well, we had it. We had it sort of like it went like. Only Wendy serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Elmore James, remember what Frank said about Elmore? I don't know if you... Uh, Elmore. No, no. Yeah, Elmore. He said uh, Elmore knew uh, one riff. He said, man, but he could play the shit out of that riff. <laughs> you know? <it> was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. See, Frank and Johnny Guitar Watson, that yeah. was a story for me. Johnny Guitar. And he told me about Johnny Guitar. I did a gig in L.A. I met Johnny. Johnny was headlining. We opened for him. Uh-huh. Johnny, he was doing this thing where he walked up to a table, put his foot up on the table, put uh-huh. his crotch right in this woman's face and he was saying and they're going ah oh, Johnny <laughs> so at the, end, at the end of the show I got down on my hands and knees and crawled across the floor going Johnny guitar well. I said oh Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> I'm tugging at his pant leg and he's looking down at me like he's looking at her he's like get up little n-word uh-huh. <laughs> so about five years later I met down in Laurel Canyon I had just bought a little used car to have for rehearsal uh-huh. so I pull in and behind me pulls pulls in a Stutz Bearcat. Wow. I'm like, who's driving the Stutz? Johnny gets out. Wow. I get out. He's walking up the hill towards Frank's house. I'm walking behind him. He keeps looking over his shoulders. Now there's two black guys in Laurel Canyon. Yeah. This is either a church meeting or a riot. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, 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 or, or robbery. We get, to, we, get to, we, get to, <laughs> we get to the gate. We get to the gate. He rings the buzzer. They buzz him in. I walk through right behind him. He's still looking over his shoulders. He's worried. <laughs> We <laughs> get up the stairs, Frank goes, oh, Johnny, you met Ray? And he takes a good look at me, and he goes, you, you that crazy little intern. <laughs> he went into the studio, 
he went into the studio. We were doing, uh, I think it was, um, don't want to get drafted. One of those, no, no, uh, um, um, I don't, um, in France. Uh-huh. He walks in. He wants him to play keyboards. He walks in with his knuckles. Yeah. His fingers bent and start hitting these killer ass chords. He starts bam, bam, Frank hits it. He goes, thanks. He goes, bye. And walks out the door. One Whoa. take, gone. Wow. And he was Frank. Frank told me he was his hero. Yeah, yeah. He, wow. Stuts, you know, huh? Like, wow. I, mean, I mean, come on. It's like he grew up on this stuff. When I walked into his house after I got the gig, yeah. there was wall to wall albums of all these black doo-wop groups with their conks and stuff. You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight in here. Yeah, yeah. I knew I was home. Yeah. I'm home. Wow. You know, you know in the still of the night, yeah. you know these five satins. Yeah. Here's our conversation walking across the floor after I got the gig. Wow. He goes, 1958, he names a band. I said, 1957, this band. Yeah. He goes, 1955, the five satins. I went, 1952, Ting-a-Ling, The Clovers. He goes, how fucking old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I never forgot a song. Wow. Wow. Never forgot a song that I heard. Yeah. You know? And some, and of, and, and, and some of his best covers were uh, old doo-wop songs that he redid. Yep. Yeah, WPLJ <laughs> he did. He did um, Directly From My Heart to You, the Little Richard tune. Yep. Yeah, yeah. With, um, we did some on a later albums, too. Yeah, but we did. Uh, um, we were in his room, and he was giving me the lyrics to the song. And I said, "Those are the wrong lyrics." He goes, "Nope." I said, "Yep." I had just bought all these forty-fives up in Sacramento when uh -huh. we were on tour. Uh -huh. So we called my wife in San Francisco from New York. I said, I said "Gwen, uh, what's that song? Oh, 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 God, I can't think of the tune." But anyway, so with Bob Harris was singing those high notes. Yeah. So she puts it on. The next album came out. We were doing like. All this doo wop stuff. Wow. Because he loved it and I loved it. It yeah. was, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his, uh, th that whole original Mother's Band was, you know, they started out doing doo wop stuff. Um, yeah, he told me they thought they were black when they got signed. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he actually, you know, before the Mothers, he was in a uh, interracial band too. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm reading uh, this book now by John French, um, um, Beef Arts drummer. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, he's going, yeah, I forgot. The, the uh, one band was called the, uh, um, I'll think of it in a second. Um, the Omens was one of his bands. Then he had a band called the Blackouts. And the Blackouts was named because they used to drink um, cheap whiskey and then blackout. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, he, he, had, he had a couple of black guys in that band that um, you know, do up guys. They were you know a couple of brothers. You know, they were you know, they were real brothers. You know, bass player, drummer, and uh, you know a couple of other guys. And it was an interracial thing. And uh, where he came from in in California, you know, um, uh, Cucamonga, I guess it was. Uh, yeah. It was a tough place to, you know, but he said they never had any problems, you know, with the interracial thing. The bands were hot. They were, they were good bands. And um, it was just fun. Yeah. It was just fun. It was, you know, I, I never thought about the race thing when I played. Yeah. I never thought about anything like that. We just play. When they had those, when Bill Graham used to throw all these big free festivals in the park, in uh -huh. Golden Gate Park. Yeah. 
and it set up the big stages, and group after group would go up. You know, Sons of Champ, you know. Yeah. My band was always there. Not my band, but our band. Right. Was, we always played those things. And, you know, we had Jefferson Starship. Yeah. And it was, it was uh, uh, not Starship, it was the uh, Jefferson Airplane. 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 Yeah, you know. And it was just a mass of beautiful people having a good time. Yeah. And yeah. that's well, why I wish music, I, I don't wish it's going back. Well, I hope you're right. Um, you don't, you, yeah, I don't know if you know John Santos, the uh, conga player. No, I don't know. Yeah, he's he's um, he's been on the show a few a few times, and um, 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 there's a, a promoter up there, Jeff uh, Jeff Kruger. Anyway, he he's been doing some stuff with me. So a lot of San Francisco um, just had the heart to it. You know, it, it had everything going for it. Yeah, yeah, we went back there last year. Last year, uh -huh. yeah year and a half ago and it was just sterile yeah you know the yeah. only place to go was that was i think uh uh the boom boom room yeah was there but i don't know if anybody was playing well, there. what's his name but, um my uh, boss Skaggs closed his club slims yeah slims yeah. was the spot yeah slims man come on it was like bands you you'd come in and yeah. have a good time yeah there were no gangs and stuff no it's like well that's that's died out now and i'm yeah. thankful to god that it has but it was like People came out and had a great time. Yeah, Slim's closed. Know? Yeah, they closed. Um, in fact, uh, uh, just about uh, three, four months ago, it had nothing to do with the pandemic either. He just closed it down. Uh, his old booking agent's going to be on the show in a week or two. Um, she, she was like his, uh, you know, general manager for the club for, for thirty years, and he. I didn't know that he owned that club. Yeah, that was his, and uh, something like ten thousand acts came through those doors. Man, that's that's a shame. Yeah, that's a shame. I just hope somebody picks up the mantle, man, and, and yeah. just goes. No, you can only play here if you're playing. You know, yeah. you're playing your own instruments and playing original music. I know. You know. I know. Yep. 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 And not the stuff that we're hearing on the radio now. Just take it outside. Yeah. You don't have to tell them. Just you can't play here now. You're you're just you're better suited for teeny bopper land. Yeah. You, know? well, you see, that's why I started these shows because. Nobody's doing it anymore. Nobody's talking to cats like you anymore. Nobody's talking to real musicians anymore. Nobody's playing real music. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on a network now, this TTT radio network, which is great. Uh -huh. um, you, know, I lease, uh, you know, I lease time from them, whatever it is. And I have my own podcast thing going. In fact, this will be put on a podcast. I'll send you a copy of everything. Okay, and thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but back in the old days when me and you were going through it, you were able to turn on a radio station and, you know, the Who were putting out a new album and they'd be sitting in a, in a studio talking to the DJ there about the new album, what made them, what, yeah. you know, how they did it, what, what, what made the band tick, how they got to the place that, do, you know, where they are now. And nobody's doing that anymore. There's no history. to. There's no, it, it's like everything became Spotify. Everything became cold mm -hmm. and sterile and yeah. callous. Yeah. And, and it means yeah. nothing. Music means nothing. This new music. You know, it's like, um, why buy something when you could steal it? It's, yeah, it's, and it's, it's programmed. Yeah. It's programmed to, to death. These new bands, that, wait, what do they call them? Boy bands? Yeah. You're not a boy band. You're a vocal group. Yeah. You're not, yeah. You're not a band. Yeah, yeah no, no. The, be know, the, the Beatles were a boy band. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 But they played their own instruments. Right, yeah. Like, but that's that know? was a boy band. It was four boys. Yeah. Who, you know, nice-looking guys who, who 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 had their shit together and played their instruments. That was an original yep. boy band. 
that was what it was supposed to be. Yep. You listen to that. I had, we moved into our house in San Francisco. We had, uh, I opened my windows up. I had these two big giant Serwin Vega speakers. I yeah. put them in the windows. Right. You know, and I bumped Mother's Finest. I bumped Led Zeppelin. Yeah. I bumped The Who. I bumped all this different kind of music out yep. the windows. Our front, in the front of our house, what, we lived in Lakeview. We uh-huh. just packed with kids. But they knew what this was. Yeah. This is, this is, what, what is that? Oh, a little quick story. This little kid was in front of our house one day, and he was throwing my kid's toys over. Uh-huh. And he, you know, his hair was uncombed. And so I went down, and I was talking to him, and I said to him, I said, you know, dude, waves for the babes, curls for the girls. Uh-huh. The next day, he comes down the street. He's talking to me. Oh, so the first day, he'd walked away from me. He didn't have a shirt on. Yeah. On the back of on his back, there were welt marks, yeah, yeah. like he like like a slave. Right. And I said, so I said, okay, I know what to do. I said, hey, uh, he said, I said, talk my music. And I said, come here, let me show you something. So I had a studio. We had an in-law apartment. I turned into a studio. Uh-huh. So I walked in. I said, I said, okay. He goes, I said, you like rock and roll? He goes, that's white boy music. I said, okay. Who's this? That's a black guy. Nope, that's Gene Vincent. Yeah. He's a white guy. <laughs> I went through all these things, yeah. and he was looking at me like, it sort of changed his, pers- his perspective. Right. Now, when I told him, curls for the girls, waves for the babe, you know, waves yeah. for the babe, yeah. go forward about 15, 20 years. I'm helping this friend of mine clear out a house. He's flipping houses. We're cleaning out the house. This, this big Cadillac Escalade pulls up. This kid gets out, walks up. He goes, all right, meet Charles. I turn around, he goes, Ray, and he stops and goes, waves for the babes. Girl, girl. He was a, the kid was a mogul. The Whoa. kid was a real thing. And he's just he's looking at me saying, he goes, thank you. I'm like, man. Wow. You know, it was like one of those moments. But he thought all this music, he had put it racially in his mind. Yeah. Instead of musically. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we loved Elvis Presley. We went to the movie and saw him in the movie and he died. You yeah. can't kill Elvis. Yeah. You know, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we... um. We had it in reverse. I mean, not that we had it in reverse, but I would. I taught my kids about um, on Professor Longhair. You want to hear the real Elvis? You know, I think yeah. I think Elvis stole his voice. You know, I, I love yeah. Longhair. You know, yeah. he had you know had that yep, baritone. Know. You know, that, 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 that like real cool like baritone voice. Yep. And, and absolutely. And that's what Elvis kind of uh, got away with. And um, you know, a, a sister Rosetta Tharp. You know. You know, um, oh yeah, man! Yeah, you know that—that's the stuff I kind of raised my kids on because I always felt that the music history was as important as what they're listening to, and um, you know that's the why. Snapshot. I'm, yeah, and that's why I'm doing this now because um, you know I'm hoping maybe somebody learned something out there about, about uh, real music and, and and not, you know, and you know not not the crap that's out there. Somebody has to pick up that mantle, you know, and, and just kind of, uh, you, know, we'll, you know, run with it. Where, wherever I go, kids will ask me, what is that tuning? You know, how do you use that tuning? Uh-huh. I go, here, here, this is how I use it. Yeah. And they're like, wow, what is that? Well, you know, they're paying people to show them. No, here. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. Here. What, tune, what, what tuning do you me. use? What do you use? Oh, there's a... Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Now, this is going on over there. Well, there's there's a couple of them. One of them is E A E A B E. Okay. And there's a way to use it that's just just a little bit outside. Uh-huh. But I was I was telling this kid, you know, I said just just 
just do this and, and watch this. There's these positions you can use. Right. So I was using it in Chicago when I was with, uh, doing that sitting with Humphreys McGee. Uh-huh. We were doing City of Tiny Lakes. So at the end of the set, one of the guys walks over and says, Ray, um, what was that tuning you were using? And I said, really, really straight face, what tuning? Yeah. The tuning you were using on yeah, stage. Yeah. Yeah. I went, I don't know what you're talking about. He runs over to my guitar case, opens it, explains, playing that tuning. <laughs> He goes, oh, you hit the box patterns. I wouldn't know a box pattern from a yeah, yeah from yeah. a cow on the roof. Right, right, right. Well, but it works. Yeah. So you, you use it a certain way, and it works. It gives you a different perspective. Yeah, because I mean, Keith Richards built his second uh, his whole second life as a musician on you know on Open G. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know what? You, when you find what works for you. Yeah. Play it. Some people say, "Well, that's not really what do you call it? What, what do they call it? Oh, oh, like purist, like the purist, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you got to tune it to Western style. No, I don't. Yeah, I tune it to where I can play beautiful things, right? And nice, and, and and not have to sit there and trip on how fast I can do this. Yeah, well, all all, know, all, all, all Led Zeppelin's uh, classics are, are done on open tuning. <sighs> now you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, 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 that's that, that's why nobody could copy them. Yeah, yeah. They all yeah. altered it, you know? We were at the Fillmore in 1960, before it closed. B.B. Uh-huh. Uh, King was there. Uh-huh. He came on stage before his set, and he's standing there playing, and he was playing this Django Reinhardt stuff. Really? It was the most beautiful thing I had ever heard. And I'm like, I'm right in front of the stage, and he looks down, and I went, yeah. He goes, you know? I said, yeah. And the guy behind me goes, drunk. Speedy, play it and lose. And I'm like, yeah. I turn around, I'm like, dude, do you hear yeah. what's happening? Do you see what's happening in front of you right now? Wow. Do, do you understand what you're, what you're hearing and what you're seeing? You know? Wow. He's like, yeah, I play the blues, but check this out. He's playing this stuff. I was amazed. Never got a chance to play with him, and he lived right here in Las Vegas. Wow. Well, I, I, saw, I saw him um, a handful of times. Uh, Amazing, amazing. Um, yeah, so, well, BB playing Django, I would have loved to have seen that. It was, it was, these chords he, were, he was playing reminded me of this Django stuff. Uh-huh. It was right in that period. It was so fluid. Really? And so beautiful. And it was like, you didn't have to, to think about a major seventh over. Oh, he's got to yeah, play yeah, the yeah, fifth. Yeah. And, you know, stop thinking numbers. Yeah. You know the numbers. Now throw the numbers away. When Frank auditioned guys, mm-hmm. when I was at that audition, he had guys come in the door that had been at Juilliard, that had yeah. been to Berkeley School of Music, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. These guys could play the, he called them nat notes, G-N-A-T, nat notes. Yeah, yeah. He said, they could, you could spray a million nats on the wall and they could play it. Yeah. Then he would say, he would say, okay, put the charts away. 12 bar blues. They couldn't play a blues. Wow. Next, you know what I'm saying? Wow! And it was amazing. Like, and that's re- really weird because he wound up with Steve Vai, who was pretty much that kind of a player, right? Steve had the heart. Yeah. Steve was an explorer. Steve yeah. was an explorer, nicest kid on uh-huh. the planet. Yeah. One of these days, you have to call me, and I'll tell you my Steve Vai story, which he, I told it to Tweezel and those guys, but they didn't really. I don't think he believed it until uh-huh. Steve was with us in Australia, and Steve goes, "Hey Ray, you remember the night?" And I'm like. There you go. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but 
but he was a just a great kid. Oh, you know, he was yeah. a grown man with his family and yeah. with his wife forever. I love it. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you it, a great story. Cool. I was talking to, a, you know, Lenny White, the drummer? Yeah. I was talking to Lenny. You're talking about, you know, overdoing it. I was talking to Lenny White, and he was <laughs> telling me about the Return to Forever album of Romantic Warrior, which is mm-hmm. a, it's a great album. You know, it's a jazz, you know, rock, jazz fusion, whatever they call it. And yeah. um, he was in England at the time sitting in a room with the guys from Yes and their wives. And... Um, uh, Steve Howe, who's a great guitar player, you know, you know Steve. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know him, but I know. Yeah, him yeah, 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 yeah. But you know who he is. Steve. Uh, Steve's wife says to Lenny, "How long did it take you to record that album? It's beautiful." And he said, "It took us about eleven days." And she says to him, 11 days? It takes these guys eleven months to get the snare drum to sound right." <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, Andre's been out with Yes and with yeah. all these people and stuff, and it was amazed me. Uh, but I saw Yes at the at, where was it? Oh, Wolfram Man Theater. Uh-huh. Oh God, Winterland at Winterland. Winterland, yeah. They had Focus. Wow. Yes. Focus. It was Focus Poco. Is it Poco? Focus Poco and Yes wow. on the same bill. Wow. That was a show to wow. remember. Focus. Was, they, and I was. Yeah. And I had various substances on board that were making me see colors from another go. planet. There you go. And it was a great. I don't know if the show was great as where what I was where I was at, but it yeah. was. Fol- Focus was incredible. Uh, who's their guitar player? Jan Ackerman. Well, I don't know, but yeah. I, I remember the organ. Is it uh, uh, Focus that that yeah. organist? Yeah, organist the, that used to sing. Yeah. Oh, used to yodel. Used to yodel. Yeah, that that really. <laughs> It was it was beyond yodeling. Yeah. That dude was yeah. That dude was on it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That, that really impressed me. Wow, wow, wow. Um, they were a great band. Focus was a great band. They still the guys are doing stuff now. Solo stuff, some great stuff. Um, well, I like I like. I hope that everybody gets back on the road. Yeah. That people start booking instead of booking the the ones with all these things. This, I said these things. I shouldn't have said that. These some of these acts don't get it because they're still they're following each other right you know and each one follows the next and they sound like the same yeah. just take off the take off the voice put another voice on sing the same melody and yeah. tell the song well you have the same writers and, and producers doing it all and it's the same sound yeah and it's and it's not it's not good for people it's no, not it's, good. It, it's like what disco did years ago you know you had the same producer. Yeah, oh, almost destroyed the, the world yeah i want to hear a kid from 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 somewhere in tennessee uh-huh. who's sitting on his back porch playing dreaming of being in hollywood uh-huh. i want to hear his album yeah i want to hear some guy that's sitting in in lubbock texas you know yeah with, with, with callous with, 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 yeah with calloused fingers because he's learning guitar yeah. right yeah you know art, and serious art, about what he's doing art barrow was telling me that he used to work with uh, maroda yeah yeah uh-huh. oh, he got me a gig with maroda Did yeah he? <laughs> he wow. got, I was, DC cab. Oh, here's my Marota story. So we're doing the song, DC DC. I'm singing the song, and and and, and uh, Giorgio goes stops. He goes, Ray, yes. Could you make it more black? Yeah, yes, sir. I stepped back from the mic and I was like, Okay, okay. I'm talking to myself. Yeah. Okay, now I was born black this morning. I was black this yeah, afternoon. Yeah, yeah. That's like uh, oh, okay, okay. That was like. <laughs> That was like Blazing Saddles. Sing us a, an end song. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I get oh, no yeah. kicks. 
prom shop. Prom <laughs> yeah, you remember the white guys? Remember the white guys yeah. standing there? Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, not, no, 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 like the camp down right Yeah, camp down. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. that movie has so many references. I know. I know. The sheriff is a dick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I liked when the um when the Indians when the, when the when the black covered wagons passed the Indians, and they circled the wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oy, 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 there goes the neighborhood. They got it worse than we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those were the Yeah, I'm telling you. But you know what? We're talking about things that have a a commonality. Yeah, it's taking things. And my friend, one of my friends, uh. We were playing backgammon one day, and I was killing him. And he got pissed and throws the board over and walks out on his balcony. And he's huffing and puffing. And he comes back in, and I'm laughing. And I went, I said, knock, knock. He goes, what? I said, Jimmy, it's me. And he stops, and he goes, you know, I, that's what I like about us. We can throw it up in the air yeah. and, laugh, and laugh about it as it comes down. Right. And, that's, you and, know? and people don't know how to do that anymore. No. They throw it up in there and then, and then try it, to keep it there. Yeah, yeah. It because, strange it, yeah. logic they have, you know? Everybody's become a, a diva. Everybody's, be, everybody's become a diva. Oh. Everybody's, everybody's become like a drama queen. And uh, Oh, oh my God. You know, and you, one marriage after another, a political marriage after another, after uh -huh. another, uh -huh. babies and babies, and, you know, to carry on their legacy of what? Those kids should look retro. They yeah. should look behind them. And see where the beat came from. They should look behind them, yeah. you know, um, and and dig on Bob Marley curing Ike Willis of pneumonia. Right. We walked into to see Bob Marley in in Cune, well Cologne, and the place was just moving. Uh -huh. Bob came on stage and he started singing, and Ike's temperature was like something crazy. Started singing at the end of the show, temperature gone, cough gone, all that. Really. It was amazing. Well, Bob put it on. I saw Bob in New York with, um, at the Apollo Theater. Oh, in the day. I saw him that. I saw him that night, and the next the night we were opening. We did with Santana. We'd open uh -huh. and they'd close, and they'd open and we closed. It was one of those nights, one of oh. those magical moments. Yeah. And when music was music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when music was music. Yeah. I have a lot of Santana guys coming on the show this week. Um, I don't know if you if you met the guys, but um, uh, um, a lot of the guys are coming on. We also, um, when I was working in, out of New York, we managed a lot of these these um, reggae bands. I, I, I spent like mm. two, my first two three years in the music business in um, you know with these with these reggae artists. And you, you know mm -hmm. you know Burning Spare. No. Okay, Burning no. Spare. Well, that's his, Winston Rodney's his real name. And um, I said to him one day, you, you know, he's a big roster guy, big Rastafarian, and um, mm -hmm. I used to drive him around. He'd sit in the back of my car, and I would drive him around. I was a kid. I was like, you know, 20, 21. It was like driving Miss Daisy crazy in reverse, you know? <laughs> you remember that movie? Anyway, he'd sit in the back of the car. And one day I said to him, um, what's your real name, like Bernard Sparowitz? And he just says to me, <laughs> Don't fuck with the spare. I said, oh, okay, I'm sorry. It was like, no, don't fuck with the spare. Okay, and uh, no, no sense of humor, but man, what a voice this this guy had. Um, 
Yeah, but we worked. I, with, I, we, that's that's why we sent Flo and Eddie to Jamaica to do that album. You know, we we were we were locked up in the in that whole reggae world. That that's that I I met a Ziggy at rehearsals last year. We were rehearsing for the for the Hologram tour, uh-huh. and they were next door. And I I told him the Ike Willis story about him, you know, and about his yeah. dad. And yeah. He was just he was so cool. He was just a cool young man, and uh, you know, it was just one of those moments where you go. Well, I can probably I can say thank to Bob through him. Yeah, I'll tell him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know that I thank his father for that moment. You know. Yep, yep. You know, um, um, um you know, Bunny, Bunny Livingston from uh, the Whalers. Yeah, I, I heard of him. Okay. Don't know him. Well, you know, you know what song Bunny wrote? You know the Electric Slide. What? Yes, Bunny. Bunny wrote that song. Well, retirement money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wrote that's his that's his song. I couldn't believe it when I found that out years ago. But yeah, that's his tune. He did that's a amazing. yeah, yep. That's amazing. Yep. Write a good song. Just write one song. It takes one song, but put your heart into it, and things happen. Yeah, that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, um, man, we could talk another. We could talk another two, three hours here. I know. I'm telling I know, you, I know. Because I'm, there's some doo-wops. I mean, not doo-wop, but um, what's the name of that band? The Dramatics. Yeah. The Dramatics. Um, my friend Harvey Scales, Harvey Scales, yeah. Harvey Scales, Harvey Scales uh-huh. wrote the songs for Johnny Taylor, Disco, Disco, not Disco Boy, Disco, Disco something, uh-huh. and he wrote it on a little cassette machine. Really? So I was doing a rehearsal with him. I was doing a little rehearsal, rehearsal, and he did this song, and he sends it to on a cassette. It was, you know, and next thing you know, it's on an album, and it's like a hit. I'm like, what? Yeah, and it's like if it's there, it's there. Uh huh. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did, he did a thing. We had this drummer and this bass player who didn't get along. They were like, Ugh. you know, they walk in the room. It's like flames will come up. So he brings in one of the original Funkadelics. Uh huh. This guy walks in. He had like red shoes, green socks, white pants with dark stitch. It was like ooh. It was, <laughs> it was like. Fashion police, <laughs> but he comes in. And he looks at the drummer. He says, "You." And the guy's paying attention. Goes, "You," and he puts it in the vernacular. He goes, "You, the gorilla," and he goes, oh. <laughs> And the guy starts playing the lip. And he's like, he's looking right in his eyes. He's caught. And he looks at the drummer. At the bass player he goes, "You, the gorilla helper." He goes, "Don't." Put this lick down. It was like nasty out of like just, and then walks off. Now they're they're hooked. They're they're in this groove, and they hear how good the groove is, and how good they sound playing together. Yeah, it was a beautiful moment. Just some stuff in a storefront rehearsal hall, you know. Yeah, wow. You know, you don't have to have the the fancy stuff. Just a guy walking off the street. Well, you know what? You know what, Tom McDog. No. Um, what's his name? George Clinton's song? You know, Atomic Dog. Bow, wow, well, you be young. Oh, Atomic Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the story behind that one was that uh, Clinton uh, came in, like, wiped off his ass one that night, and he just started babbling onto a tape, and he started messing around with beats and stuff, and the yeah. producer put the tape on backwards the next morning. <laughs> and, and, and and that was the beat they got out of it. Yeah, it was backwards. <laughs> I went down to L.A. with some friends, and we went to the recording session. They were doing um, 
uh, um, Funkenstein. Uh -huh. And we walk in, and everybody was, was, you know, uh, doing what they do. Yeah. And all of a sudden, two guys in the band, they're like, you son of a bitch, you son of a bitch. They start just serious argument. Now I'm thinking, this stuff's about to get crazy. So I'm finding the door. I'm backing up slowly to the door, you know. Mm -hmm. And they're knocking over Norman mics and shit. I'm like, wow. oh, what is this? Then they go up and start laughing. It was like a big put on. Mm -hmm. But man, I, I was ready to vamp because oh. it was like, you know. <laughs> but George was, he was cool. He had yeah, all the record, yeah. record company execs there and he was laying his stuff down. Wow. Yeah, he, he put out some great music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I wish everybody would, would just calm down and get back into it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Somebody has to. And, um,. You know, November, well, I'm ready. Yeah, November. Ready. November. November's around the corner. Things will change. You know. Yes. 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 I. Two of us are going to agree on this. Yeah. And that's what that's what it takes. Two people agreeing. That's right. Um, so, you know, we, we, we're we're talking for almost two and a half hours now. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and I'm going to uh, have to shut things down eventually. I'm, 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 My dinner is sitting over here looking at me. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm going to let you go eat it. But listen to me. I'm going to call you um, in a day or two. We'll set up part two of this. Okay. Okay, you're in. You, you can be in on it, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Good, okay. And I'm going to talk to all the guys, and we're going to have some fun. And uh, listen, it was a blast tonight. <laughs> I mean, we laughed, and that's, you know. It I, was, it bring laughter. Yeah. And I hope everybody lightens up. Yeah. And then gets serious about playing some serious music, having fun. Yep. And bringing people into the fold of this is what rock is supposed to do. Yes, you know? my friend. Ray, listen to me. It's been a, I, I'm going to miss not talking to you now. I'm going to bug you all week. Well, so, you got the number. You can, go, you can call me anytime I'm, other than this. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to, my friend. And um, um, I ask this from everybody who's on the radio with me. I need an autograph picture of you. I'm going to send you my info so I can put it up on my okay. studio wall with all the other guys. Will do. Okay, my friend. I'll talk, to you, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good dinner. Love and, and much love to you and your yeah, family. Yeah, much love to you and yours, too. And please stay safe and your family. And, um, oh, yes. and take care of everybody, okay? Will do. You do the same. Okay, my friend. Okay. Be good. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Okay, that was Mr. Ray White, and I really didn't expect to be going this late with him, but man, we had some fun tonight. I'm going to play another Zappa tune, then we're going to call it a night, and um, hope you guys enjoyed the talk, and uh, I'll, I'll be back tomorrow, but I'll be back after this tune, and I'll fill everybody in.
Hope you guys uh, enjoyed the show tonight. Ray White, what a great guy. Um, I want you guys to get out there and find his album. It's under Ray Shirley White Sr. It's called The Wrinkle in the Plan. Get it on Amazon. Um, um, you can uh, stream it on Spotify and, and every other music um, platform out there. There's no reason not to listen to it. A great, great, great album. I really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time tonight. Um, Another Frank Zapper alumni will be on with us tomorrow, and that'll be um, Scott Tunis, and I hope you guys tune in for that. And what I'd like to do is uh, I'm going to um, stop the show tonight with a um, comedy act. I think that's probably the best way to do this tonight. We had so much fun laughing tonight that um, it'd be the only thing that made sense. And this one is called um, My Marriage, and it's Woody Allen. Hope you enjoyed, and we'll be back tomorrow night at um, 10 o'clock Eastern. Have a great night. was an immature woman, and um, that's all I can say. She, See if this is not immature to you. I would be home in the bathroom, taking a bath, and my wife would walk right in whenever she felt like, and sink my boats. Partially my fault. 
that we got divorced, I had a lousy attitude toward her. For the first year of marriage, I had a bad attitude, uh, basically a bad attitude. I guess I tended to place my wife underneath a pedestal all the time. <laughs> we used to argue and fight. We finally decided we'd either take a vacation in Bermuda or get a divorce, one of the two things. And we discussed it very maturely, and we decided on the divorce because we felt that we had a limited amount of money to spend, you know. A vacation in Bermuda's over in two weeks, but a divorce is something that you always have. So. And I saw myself free again, living in the village, you know, in a bachelor apartment with a wood-burning fireplace and a shaggy rug, you know, and on the wall some of those great Picassos by Van Gogh, and just great swinging... Airline hostesses running amok in the apartment, you know? And I got very excited, and I ran into my wife. She was in the next room at the time, listening to Conrad on the radio. And I laid it right on the line with her. I came right to the point. I said, Quasimodo, I want a divorce. And she said, great, get the divorce. But it turns out, in New York State, they have a strange law that says you can't get a divorce unless you can prove adultery. And that is weird because the Ten Commandments say, thou shalt not commit adultery. But New York State says you have to. <laughs> what finally happened was my wife committed adultery for me. She's always been more mechanically inclined than her. serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Fly on the Wall. There are more great interviews to follow so please list us as one of your favorites and be sure to follow. We are listener funded. If you would like to assist our Venmo info is New Mexico DJ service. The PayPal info is New Mexico DJ service at gmail.com. Please remember to share our info. Thanking you all.